Blog Talk Radio.
Yeah, 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 yeah. We are live. This is the Flossy Jeezy Show worldwide. Worldwide, folks. We in the building tonight. We on deck. We in the house. You call it, we do it. You see it, we saw it. Man, we're going to have a beautiful show tonight. You know what I'm saying? We got some good topics on deck. I'm your host, Flossy Jeezy, co-hosting with uh, Sugar Ray tonight. And uh, it's going down, folks. Sugar Ray Robinson Jr. will be in it just a little bit. We holding it down for show for show. Tonight's show topics are the relationship between the black man and the black woman. Also, Chad Ochoseco, Chad Johnson, signs with the CFL's Montreal LOS. So he's back in the mix and keeping it going down for real, for real, keeping his thing going. We got the NBA and the NHL playoffs going on. They're starting tonight. Got my Chicago Blackhawks in here against St. Louis right now. I'm watching them on the 92-inch. I'm chilling. You know how it goes out for Flossie. And, of course, we're going to have our open session tonight for Thursday night. What's going on? What's happening? It's going down. We're loving it. We're loving it. We're loving it. We got it going on. I'm going to play some more of this hard-hitting, classic hip-hop, R&B-type flavor for you. I got a few surprises tonight. I just got my converter in, which means we'll have a wider variety and cross-section of music. So I'm going to start shot with a little bit of that Wu-Tang spirit. You know how it goes down, man. My man, your man, the Wu-Tang Clan, you know how it goes down. Well, you know what I'm saying. It's all yours. It's yours, Wu-Tang Clan. Machine gun rap for all my niggas in the back. Stadium pack, linebacker, nigga, flash stack. See through yellow lines, rock a fly jersey in the summertime, guard. Magic marker rap, bleed Benadine, relax, wrote this. Coming at your crab ass, coping, snatch your ice off. Chilling in the back, throw the lights off. Waves, water blend, round flowing, slow motion. Thick snare, I feel it like a snail in the ocean. What's your wish? Wanna cringle like Chris? Melodic single dart, snap a nigga just like fish. You fucked up, some rich niggas, you done test, yo. Select the wrong department, and niggas Pulled up your dress, style molest that Canal chain nigga, where your vest at? Flex and make me wanna bless that Yo, to dump who same niggas Like the torch, we flaming niggas Autograph that, flatten all the main it's niggas yours. The world in the palm of your hand it's yours. 22 million of useful land it's yours. The seed in the black woman Double up me from Wu-Tang Clan Like Raphael Sadiq, baby love the guns and leaf every day of the week. Super friends wake up, deluxe gourmet beats. The night is right, I make five million sweet. It's a quarter full moon, I arrive with my swoon. Well groomed, dance hall pack, full room. Lady move, peep my glide, peep my zoom. Keep and strive, smoke the lie, smoke the boom. Fill the fumes, consume toxic tunes. Hellbound, greasy 40 ounce typhoon. The ultra violence cream machine, move your body touch. The totem pole wobble arc, build his guards rush. Beams of light, stop your breathing, it's hunting season. Honey, eye bowling down for no reason. Grab a close, play post, wine and wax floors. Never mind the laws, cause tonight, yo. It's yours, yours. up the round, blast my walks in my preamp. The camp best of revamp, this shit'll get blessed. And four bottles, hot left propels throughout my nozzle. Crack your soul like bottles, see you sip as bottles. You fag, you couldn't pull one tag off my blunt. You couldn't punch away out of a wet paper bag with scissors in your hand. Bitch, the RZA, I stand close to war, and number four, the lizard. And channel through solar panels, blast off like Roman candles, not vandals. Stomp your ass like Wahoo McDaniels, you cock a span, you dog. Get fucked with our catalog, put your lights out, and leave your brain inside a fog. It's only natural, actual facts are thrown at you. The impact of blow trees back and crack statues. Million dollar rap crews fold, 
Detective fiction, explicit. I crystallized the rhyme so you can sniff it. He lived this, fitted hats low, concealed the crooked eye. No surprise, verbal stick up, put him high. Rebel eye, outlaw, split second on the drawer. Blow the door off the shit like bricks to see four. It's strong. The world in the palm of your hand. It's strong. 23 million of useful land. It's strong. The scene in the black woman. It's strong. Double wealth, people who take claim. Baby blue Glock in the safe Seen Darby in the garden getting skied away We hold a bell son, that's my word Spot a rapper, run him down, throw him out in the third Yo, check it, I think like the man behind the register Evergreen smoking the safe Bond power made me treasure With third down, six to go Flash of smoke like some open risen Hit me off, lovely and I love him With root beer swords Here's a tennis court for your birthday The baby face of rap politic with Sade Avenging Eagle Crooks Rock the W in Spiegel books And hide your voice, Kings came through And stop your whole jokes with fire kangos Watch Tony train a gang of hoes Painful like hearing the news Like when your man go Ears blow Windy at times Watch the room shake Your girl Love to shit out the song Now watch your water break It's strong The world in the palm of your hand It's strong 23 million of useful land It's strong The scene in the black woman It's strong Double LP from Wu-Tang Clan So it 
I'm trying to put my feet in. No, I'm just kidding. Come on, my get in. And don't ask where we going. Tipping and hoeing, drink pouring and weed blowing. You know it. Come on. I come to talk to my fool or what? 
Positions on the floor, it's like erotic, ironic, cause I'm somewhat psychotic. I'm hitting switches on bitches like I've been fixed when I drop Up and down like a roller coaster. I'm up the doctor, I ain't quick until the show is over. Cause I'm a rider, in and out, just like a robbery. I'll probably be a freak and let you get on top of me. Cause if I can be nice, full of holiday, a living legend, you ain't heard about these niggas, Lady Cali Day. The Lord Tucker, you some motherfucker. Instead of trying to help a nigga, you destroy your brother. Worse than the other bill, quitting Mr. Bado. It's a woe. Nice tonight, you know what I'm saying? The sun is shining here in Portland, Oregon. You know what I'm saying? The clouds is clearing back. You know what I'm saying? It's been raining all day, but it looks like it's a brighter day at the end of the evening. I love these beautiful sunsets. Man, we're in the house tonight here at Flossy Jeezy Show Worldwide. You know what I'm saying? Chilling like a chitlin. You know what I'm saying? Trying to hit them while we got them. Shooting the juice to the moose, like the old man used to say. We're on deck tonight with our relationships between black men and women. Hot topic in the hood, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Chad Johnson signs with the CFL's uh, Montreal Alouettes. It's looking real good. And we got that NBA and NHL playoff action going down. It's third period, my Blackhawks still holding it down against St. Louis. And, of course, we try to see what's going on and what's happening. Six four six five nine five three eight 
3402. Man, it's looking lovely. You know, it's another beautiful day. You know what I'm saying? I hope y'all had a good day today. Hope y'all enjoying y'all stuff. Got a few surprises tonight. I'm going to throw on some new stuff that uh, I just converted into the game over here. A little bit of, uh, you know what I'm saying, cocaine, you know what I'm saying, a little bit of, you know, uh, West Coast Stone, you know, some of the hot new access out there in the hip-hop game right now. It's looking real good. I'm really enjoying myself. I'm having a good time. Hope you all having a good time out there, too. You know what I'm saying? Beautiful night. Good night to relax and everything. It's going down. Let me hit you in the head real quick with something good and hot and heavy from my main man from the Emerald City, you know what I'm saying, residing down in L.A., chilling with the fellas. I'm going to hit you real hard. But before I do that, I'm going to bring the show's host in tonight, Mr. Sugar Ray Robinson, hitting you in the head. He's the one holding it down on the relationship between the black men and women tonight. And we'll hit those other topics later on. You know what I'm saying? So on deck is my man, your man, the real deal, like Holyfield, my man, Sugar Ray. Yo, what's up, Nels? I'm just sitting here, man, listening to some Glenn Lewis, man. Yeah. Talk about this relationship thing. What's going on, y'all? What's happening, world? What's up? What's up? Yes, indeed. You know, I've been thinking about it, man, some relationship situations, man, because a lot of people going through it. A lot of weird things. You know, when I first got on air, I was talking about relationship one-on-one. I'm not going to get into the details of that. I'm going to go and take it a notch up. One oh two relationship one oh two. Yeah, I want yeah, I want to talk about man. I want to talk about you know the codes, man. I think people forgot the codes, man. I be I really believe that, man. I kind of I see things going on. The weather when I say codes, I'm talking about codes of behavior, you know, ethics, you know right. what I'm saying? Because I think that a lot of women and men they forget. You know about respect, and sometimes it get out to the point where I was in line at Costco one time, and I had a bunch of groceries and stuff like that. The people behind me, the couple behind me, they didn't have much, so I said, "Hey, you guys can go ahead." And the guy said, "No, no, no, you go ahead." His lady broke out and said, "Oh, he just don't want to go home and do his chores," and he laughed like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Why, really?" I said, "Well, I understand." She said, "Oh, you understand?" I said, "You guys," and she and she just broke out and said. You guys, you guys. Now, my problem was my problem was when I, I saw their relationship just that quick, man. Just the fact that she said that, I was already thinking like, she's the boss. And why she talk? Why she call a shots like that and say chores? I mean, a man works his ass off. If there's a couple in the house, he works his ass off all day or whatever he done to make the relationship the way they have the way they have. But now, as they get older, she wants to call the shots and tell him he should do chores and things like that. So I have, I have, a, I have a, a whole list of stuff to talk about, but I want people to chime in on it, man, and tell me what they think about it, man. Nels, what do you think about a situation like that in relationships, man? Well, you know, the book says, whether it's, you know, Quran or whether it's Bible, that the man is but a degree above the woman. And, you know, so there's an understanding that, you know, you know, no matter how much you modernize, you know, a man always likes to feel that, you know, he's the king of his castle and everything and that, you know, basically he's the provider slash protector, 
slash right. mediator slash, you know, everything else that you can put behind the slash. Thing is, is that in today's society and the way things are going down, you know, you know, uh, there's been a lot of equalization across the board. You know, what I'm saying presidents talking about, you know, with the equal pay situation and, you know, you know, trying to get it in like that. And there's, there's nothing wrong with that. But you know, uh, you know, a, a man has natural tendencies so far as leadership goes. So far as, uh, you know, feeling whatever. It, his place is, you know, in, in, within his existence. So, you know, it, there's some blurred lines, and, and you like to let everybody in the castle feel that they have an even keel, um, you know what I'm saying, in their, in their relationship, but you don't want to feel, you know, as a man, um, so kind of undercut, so to speak, that you're not feeling your natural self. There's a lot of unnatural stuff that's going on right now where, you know, uh, there's a lot of shows that's geared and centered around, um, you know what I'm saying, uh, men basically getting getting beat across the head with being told by, you know, women how to be a man. And, of course, you know, men, of course, are unsatisfied with some of the things that's going on with the women and stuff. But there is still basically a natural uh, pecking order that men like to kind of, uh, you know, feel that they have themselves in so far as, you know, what their place is in the home. You know what I'm saying? If a man is, is treating his woman properly and doing all the things he's supposed to do, there is still the natural expectation that, that men have in, in their relationships with the woman. And see, it's kind of hard right. for me to speak from the woman's standpoint, you know, without having, you know, any of our, our sisters on, on line or on deck, you know, oh, they to out really there. They, 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 you know, they out there. They will call in. They, they, they are a little shy right now. And I know a couple of sisters that already heard the show. But I took them. Don't be bashful, you know, to call in. And you know right. what? You know what? Dale, I don't mean to cut you off, brother. Let me ask you something else. If you could do me a favor, if you can cue sure. up some music in the background, some real jazzy, jazzy, smooth music. I mean, I don't right. know, some Erica uh-huh. Badu, some Maxwell, some George Benson, whatever. I'm gonna get in right now because we're gonna make it go down. Because the thing about right. it, well, I want to talk relationships, man. Let's get it. I want to set the mood okay, well, right. That's, that's a smooth yeah. working relationship, and you'll be glad to know that uh, I got a new service in today in which we could go directly on to the tube. Now, whatever song you want to hear, whenever you want to hear it, my brother, yeah, that's my surprise for you tonight, being the show host and everything. My new surprise for you, my gift to you, any song that you want to bring up, and I've already got, you know, some good stuff keyed in there for you. I got a little bit of cocaine in there. I got your uh, So Fresh by West Coast in, in tonight. So any song you want to hear, you just mentioned Maxwell. I'm going to find some Maxwell for you here yeah, on, on, yeah, on, on the yeah, yeah. We, 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 a little yeah. bit of the converter and bring it on there because I know you got some things on your mind, my brothers. Yeah, I do, so, man, because uh, if you play, you play some Maxwell, I'm going to dim the lights over here, and I'm getting to my Mac mode. And I'm going to get into the point okay, where I want right. women to call in and I want to talk to you. Come all on, right, lady. I want to know on your mind. Yes, indeed. Because the thing about relationships is, is that is there's so many different ways you can go with this thing about relationships. There's a lot of things that men do, and I told you all before that there's some overbearing men. And that's the men who don't even have their game up. I mean, it's really a lot of guys who don't have their game up. I mean, they get to the point where they get in a relationship, they get comfortable, they gain weight, they don't wash their ass, they, they just don't care no more, and they don't even do, do hygiene. They'll do the things to keep the woman, to get her, to get that woman when they had her. You know, they, they don't do the things to get her. But so they got right. her, 
they just forget how to do that shit, you know? And the women the same way, you know? Right. I'm feeling you on that. I, I didn't been there too, my brother. I mean, I mean, you you you're preaching some real game tonight, man. I mean, you, I mean, that's right. You know, I mean, there's a lot of incorrectness on both sides. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Don't be afraid to use the soap. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it, 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 and spruce it up a little bit if you want to keep that that special loved one on deck. If you want to keep that special loved one on your mind and in there. You know what I'm saying? You got to use a little soap and water. Keep things fresh, just like you want the relationship fresh. You got to keep your body and your soul fresh, too. It all leads to the same thing, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Everybody got relationships to the end, and the thing about it, one of the, things, one of the number one things that guys and ladies, they don't understand is, is trust. Usually when it comes down to it, you know, everybody get together, and they they. They make a relationship. and They say, "Okay, we're together." And I'm talking about the newbies. I ain't talking about people who've been around, who've been in a relationship a long time. I'm talking about the newbies. If you're in a situation of a dilemma or anything like that that you got a question about, that you're not sure about, give me a call. Let me know what's going on. Give us a call, man. Me and me and Nels like to talk to y'all about it. You know, if you don't know the number, man, the number is six four six five nine five thirty four zero two. I mean, give us a holler. I mean, talk to us because the thing about it is. There's a lot of women out there that got high demands. And see, the thing is about I want to meet those demands, and I want to find out what is your demand. I want to see why, if you're single and why you can't find a man, I want to find out what your standards are because a lot of women have high standards. And the thing about them, they need to understand that because you have a job and and you make big money, you may be an accountant or whatever, and if there's another guy who does a job, he may have a job, he may do something smaller than not make much as money as you have, do not oh don't 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 try to be snoop snoopy up you know like to the point I'm I'm better than you and you can't you can't take care of me you can't do it because the thing about it is that what you're find out sister you end up in about a few years you be by your goddamn self and you be wondering what the fuck happened because the thing is about it your standards are too high you know what I'm saying and 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 dudes can read that shit man dudes see that shit early because they see things and they know it when a girl's too stuck on herself and her job. It's a, all up in her fucking head, and her ass is so fucking high that motherfucker can't even say hi to her. I've been there. I know women. I say hi to them, and they don't show no love. So it's a tough situation. But also the flip thing is, though, is that men don't be afraid to approach these sisters and don't come to a sister talking about, hey, what's up, baby? What's happening? What's happening, baby? Women don't like that. That's just played out. That's that 85, 90 shit. Motherfuckers don't like that shit. You come on trying to be all slick and trying to be smooth, that shit ain't going to hurt. Be real. You know what I'm saying? You got to be true to who you are and say, hey, how you doing? You got to greet her. You got to show respect. You know what I'm saying? You got to talk to her. You got to show some class. When you do that, you're good. Show some class and, most importantly, wash your ass. Because the thing about it is when you got a fragrance and you dip and you dress, Gotta be smooth. Don't come in there with an old fucked up ass skinny jeans and all that old tank top and old hip hop junk you get on. Don't do that. That moist looking shit don't work. Girl sets that right off. They don't want to fuck with that. They're gonna look at a guy who looks like he has something that he has. And if he don't have a lot, like he could possibly go somewhere. He has some ideas. If you have some things about yourself that's I could say uh, that's pretty much together, then you can hold a conversation. But if you don't have yourself together and you walk around looking like uh, Wiz Khalifa or some shit like that. I'm not dissing Wiz Khalifa, but I'm just saying, you know, you looking like a cat who just 
looking like little Weezy and shit, man. The woman ain't going to want to talk to you, man, because she don't see it. She don't know what the fuck you're doing. She's going to be like, oh, this nigga's trying to be, he, he thinks it's a hip-hop video or some shit. This ain't, this ain't going on. I see women all the time, and I approach them with people. At least I try to. Strike out, sometimes I strike in. And I strike in a lot, believe me, because I know those codes of the game. You know what I mean, Mel? You know what I'm saying? Those codes are important, man. You're right, you know, and you just spoke of something that's very important in dealing with a relationship. You know, we ain't talking about, you know what I'm saying, mama back in the days. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about women and very well-versed on everything that's going on out here. So if you're doing something and you got something going on or, or you ain't really running, you know what I'm saying, your game, in, in a way, sisters nowadays will let you know, you know what I'm saying, right away and right off the bat when it ain't right. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, everybody yeah. wants to be treated right nowadays. And if you're smart and intelligent, you get it figured out. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, you got that. Well, you got the Luther going on. Woo, got lady. Hey, if, if Luther can't get you in, I don't know what's wrong with you. We, 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 we want to be gentle to the ladies out there, man. We like, that's what we're saying that's right now. Up. We ain't trying to that's hurt. We ain't trying up. to hurt nobody. But sometimes no, we want to hurt them the right way. You know what I mean? Yeah, we are. Man, we are in demand right now. Boy, I mean, hey, ladies, y'all hear that Luther in the background? And we're talking your topic. I mean, you got to chime in on this. God damn. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 646-595-3402. Call in. Talk to me about relationships. Talk about love. Let's talk about it all, baby. I want to know what's on your mind. What's going on with you? You know what I'm saying? A man, Nels, wants to know. He wants to know what's up with you. You know what I mean? Because the thing about it, man, I just don't think people understand, you know. People kind of forgot about, you know, how to approach and how to cater and take care. Because, man, my person, I believe, I believe, man, that a lot of people kind of forgot the old-fashioned methods on how to do things. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it, people got to the point, man, that some cats don't even dress right, man. Serious. Some cats don't even some cats don't even um don't even gear up right. You know what I'm saying? They 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 just real funny about the shit. They kinda like to the point where they just go and just looking like looking like anything. Worst thing one 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 thing I'm gonna say this about women they don't like to see. And I and every woman that calls any woman that hear this, I want you to call in, please. If a guy in the summertime walk around with a basketball jersey on and some sneakers, if you're in your thirties and you're in your 40s and you're wearing a basketball jersey, man, man, you need to sit down. You're my man. You need to really sit down. Because because the reason by that, man, because especially if you're trying to approach a woman and you say, and a beautiful woman come by, walk by you, it's best you don't even say nothing, man. Don't even talk to her. Because you know what? Because you would not get nowhere. If it's a woman, you would never get nowhere. You know what I'm saying? I mean... You just have to have a little more class, a little more style about yourself, a little more flavor. You know what I mean? It's all about flavor nowadays. Cause the thing about a woman, man, she wants a she wants a man. She already got boys. She already got kids, probably. And the thing is, that she don't want to have to have another older, big kid. You know what I'm saying? That dresses like her younger kid. That's the worst thing she fucking deal with. You know? 
And so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's some weird shit, man. Think about it, man. I mean, I know some cats like that, you know, man. I mean, I know some cats. Those, that's when that, that's when it comes out of that pit stop relationship where a guy just gets to the point where he just basically living with her, leeching off her because he's waiting to get to something else, you know. So he's just basically being her older son, or something like that, you know. He's just there, maybe get a little sex, or whatever. But that's little boy shit. That's just played the fuck out, man. Because it has a domino right. effect on the black. Yeah, it has a domino effect on the black man. Because one thing about it. One thing about it, if they've messed up one black man, it makes it harder for the next black man. It is hard like that. It's like, damn. That's why I'm single today, man, because motherfuckers only, because these women are, they, they really mad right now. They're angry. You know? I mean, I just saw a chick, man. I just tell you, I just saw a chick at the bus stop over here, man. Real beautiful sister, man. And I, and I rolled by and I said, hey, how you doing? She just snoozed. She had an older. Then you look at me. I'm like, oh. Okay, well, I just said hi. You know, but the thing about it is, though, is that the connection is kind of weird, man, because they have some attitude. And that's why they have attitude, because they think we all full of shit. So we got to get our game up and make it happen. And, and, and of course, they don't think that we all are alike, because, you know, what ends up happening more often than not, you get those first couple of brothers in, you know what I'm saying, and they. They're the rotten apples that spoil the whole bunch, and they make it bad for all of us because, you know, the way they approach them. And I know for a fact that when I was growing up, I couldn't, you know, uh, 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 you know approach a, a female with a bunch of, hey, daddy, what you know stuff, because plain simply speaking, I didn't know how to talk all that. You know what I mean? I, and, I, and I figured that, if, you know, if a sister wanted all that, you know, there was more than enough cats out here that was doing that. I need to... Uh, add to the population of cats trying to be so smooth and so slick that I basically I run myself out of a job. You know what I'm saying? And that's what and that's what you end up doing. You end up running yourself out of a job because you know sisters don't they know fakeness and they know phoniness because you know like I, I keep telling cats you know women are the first teachers. You know what I'm saying? They're the first educators, first teachers. So if you don't if you don't have have your act together, if you don't have your thing together where you know, sister can see how real you are. Sister can smell a fake room across the street. So, I mean, you want to have your stuff together when you're talking to sister. And if you tell them you're going to do something, women, man, have long memories, okay? Yeah, they have they real do. long memories, and they will let you know if uh, if you ain't <laughs> staying within the guidelines of what you said. Don't start the party off saying you're going to do something and let them find out you want something else because... You're going to be on some singing some real lonely songs, you know what I mean? <laughs> so. Yeah, no, it's true, man. It's, just, it's crazy, man. But, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a tough situation, man, because, I mean, sisters at the same time, man, you try to talk to a sister, man, and they just, a lot of them are, a lot of them are into their job, and their job makes them, so they get to the complex like they better than anything. And one of the biggest things that bother me, man, is that, I don't like to get to the point of people finding out about what you do and stuff like that because I'm not into what you do. I'm into, I'm trying to get into you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when a, when, oh yeah, when a woman gets to the point where she let her job to find who she are, who she is, and she feels like she's moved with those pay scales, she gets to the point where she feels like she's 
she's a little she's, I mean she's like she's too hard to touch You know what I'm saying But at the same time I want to I, I need a female to chime I need a female to call in I mean the number I'm going to give it out again man I'm really waiting because I need a female to chime in on this Because it's hard to kind of like speculate Because I need some we need some we need some definite feedback. So the number is six four six five nine five thirty four zero two. So all you females out there, please call in because uh, Sugar Ray want to talk to you. My man Nels want to talk to you. We want to get at you and see what's on your mind, what's going on in your life. You know what's going on with you. And if it's not a relationship, let's just let's just see what's popping. What's going on with you? You know, hit hit a, hit a cat up. It's not that hard. We're waiting. It ain't, we don't bite unless you like. I don't to. know. I don't, I don't know, Sugar. It looks like we got somebody online that's, that's coming in. Let's bring them on in and see what's happening. Okay, okay. 850, you are on deck, and uh, Sugar Ray uh, Robinson is waiting to talk to you. Who do we have online? Hello? Yeah, who's Hello. calling? How are you? I'm all right. This is Robin. Hey, Robin, how you doing? I'm doing good. This is my this is my hey, this is my co host over here with Nelson. Okay. And uh he out of Portland. You know me, Sugar Ray, Seattle, mm-hmm. Robin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell us about so Robin, let me ask you a question. We talk about relationships and we are live on Blog Talk Radio and I just wanna know what you think about relationships. I'm talking about black relationships. What are some of the things about men that you find to be a serious problem when a guy tries to approach you or either when you're in a relationship, what are some of the guys, some of the things that, I mean, some of the things you want to share? Oh, okay. Well, um, um, when a man approaches, I, I just don't like married men to approach me. You know, most of the time when I get approached, it's by someone who's already in a relationship or, and, and, and I'm going to say this, I have a problem with, the black men, especially, I guess it's because the area I'm in, they, they date a lot of white women. You know, they don't give black women a chance, and, you know, they say it's because we're ratchet and have attitudes or whatever, but really it's because um, they get taken care of very well by the white women, and they don't have much to do, you know. They don't. You you, you know what, Robin, but you, let me say this to you. You know why, you know why, I, me personally, I think that's all some kind of design. To be honest with you, but I mean, to be honest with you, I don't. I, I really don't like black men saying that. I don't. I don't like that. I think it's a cop out. But yeah. the thing is about it, I feel like I just feel like that that people are not really educated on some things about 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 us. You know, saying as a people to understand that. This situation is called kind of almost designed because it's almost like black men and black woman, black men and a black woman are at battle with each other. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Because the black man gonna always, cause the black man come out and say, well, they got attitude, they got problems and that. But at the same time, the black woman, she gets mad because and she has some certain demands. And, so, and it's, I'm not saying all of them, but a lot of black women have a lot of demands. And, both parties make it look bad for the other one, you know what I mean? Right. I definitely think we we are being pitted once against each other more and more as the years go by. You know, it, that it, it is a design to get rid of the black relationship. And, yeah. yeah. And I think they just want to wipe out as much of the black blood, pure black blood, as they can, you know. 
Oh, that's pretty. Ooh, that's that's heavy because you know what? Let me. Okay, since we got there, since we went there, let me ask you this question. Okay. Okay. The, the movie. Okay, I was watching. Uh, I was watching. Uh, I didn't see the movie. The movie, The Best Man. You familiar with that, right? Yeah, I didn't watch it because I didn't like the fact that all of them depicted to be with black women, but they married to women of different races in real life. So I, I didn't. I didn't support it. True, and at the same time, did you know about Nia Long's situation about her? No, because, I didn't know about her. Because it's the thing about Nia Long, and I'm gonna say this about Nia Long. Okay, Nia Long had a had a situation to where she she had she was in a relationship, and the relationship she had was from her first baby was through a um, I think he was a drug dealer or something like that or whatever, and it didn't work out or whatever, and they. They broke up and things like that, so she was kind of hurt. And then she was in a relationship with uh, this ba- this basketball player, and the thing about that situation, it didn't work. But then Neil Long got to the point where she was very bitter and she was single. Now, what happened, I don't know. But the thing about it was, in the best the movie The Best Man, Neil Long had got to the point where they had picked the character and everything. She had picked that. They picked that. She had a black man to be her, um, to be a man for her and the best man. But instead, mm-hmm. she opted out to pick a white dude. Mm. She, it was her decision. She wanted a white dude. Well, and, you know, black women are falling victim to this thing too. I, I saw yeah, uh, exactly, a blog yeah. to Roddy P. Henson said that she stopped dating. Uh, black men, she's on the Euro side, and I just don't agree with that. I just, because we can't stay a pure race like that. Right, right. Yeah. Well, it's, it's pretty amazing how it goes because, you know, as, as an African American male myself, I know that, you know, we have, our, we men have done our share of, you know what I'm saying, kind of being rough around the edges and, and, you know, we we discussed it the other day on the show about, you know, lyrics for, for artists and stuff and how hard they are and how hard society is and how hard things go. And, you know yeah. what I'm saying, we, we spend so much time trying to be hard, but I think we forgot how to be cool. And one thing about being right. hard all the time is that you kind of push yourself away from, you know, being sensitive. And, and being sensitive in, in any state is, you know, in today's society is viewed upon being weak. But then it becomes mm-hmm. compounded when you have society never showing us at any posture of being a loving, uh, you know, uh, family people or being you right. know, people that, that have compassion and stuff like that. And, or we, you know, you see commercials all the time where, you know, uh, if you have, you know, white folks, you know, in commercials, they have a male, female, and their children. They're always together and doing group family things. And then you look at us in commercials, and we're, it's either the, the father or just the mother. So there's, and, and, and in general, whenever they show uh, movies and, 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 and highlights and things, our black love stories kind of get left aside, and all you ever see is the other side. So then you, people begin to believe that. But when it comes down to it, the bottom line is, a man is a man is a man, a woman is a woman is a woman. And if you decide to, to, to take on that mantle of wanting to date outside your race or outside of doing things, just say that it's something that you're choosing to do and, and experimenting with. Don't try to yeah. 
all of everyone into the same thing because that's where you have a problem at. And what happens in a lot of these relationships is it's just communications breakdown. It doesn't mean that just because you date someone else, I mean, when you look at the Halle Berry situation, she thought that moving to France, uh, marrying this white man and doing stuff was going to work out for it. No, the guy actually tried to get her for child support and all this other weird stuff, and then she ended up going back with the guy and being with him and stuff, and now she's still heading for divorce. So pigmentation mm-hmm. doesn't uh, actually lead to a more me- mellower meditation. It just means that you're choosing to do something outside of everything. But if that's what happens to you, don't blame it on the aesthetics. Don't blame it on, on, on the race of the person. Blame it on you just happen to have an under- uh, you know misunderstandings with someone or that things didn't work out and you're trying something else. But don't just closet blanket everybody and put everybody in that umbrella because you end up missing out somewhere along the line. You're right. It's just, yeah. So, but I understand yeah. what you're saying. It is pitiful. I I, I kind of like us staying together and brothers working it out with sisters and stuff. And when you get the big yeah, contract, you know, stay with a sister and stuff like that. I agree with that. Yeah. Oh, you're right on that. Yeah, you know. I mean, and we've all done done things, you know, but I think that we still just need the black family unit. I mean, what's wrong with that? And it's. Even the media, to me, they're just pushing it so hard to get rid of the black family, you know, because all you see is, is, is oh, I turn on TV all the time, and, you know, I see the, the black man with the white woman or the black woman with the white man, and they little mixed kids and, and, and stuff like that. And, you know, I rarely ever see a commercial with, you know, a black family. You can see a white family and a mixed family, but I rarely ever see the black family anymore. Yeah, you know, you're right about that. You're right, because we, you know, and and since we're going here, I'm going to say this. You know, it's like I sit there now, and you go watch TV. I'm going to say this. I'm going to use sports as an example. When you watch sports, man, and when they show uh, any celebrity, or they show, like, say, for instance, uh, any celebrity of a couple, they'll show show the, uh, the white man and his white lady. They'll show that. Mm-hmm. But then when they show when they show a certain athlete that's playing a black athlete that's playing, they'll just show his mom. Yeah. They, you, you, they, 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 they'll never show. They'll never show them. They, they may you may see it very rare, but it's mm-hmm. always it's always the black athlete and his mom. Or it may and be you're a exactly right. And yeah, a lot of those sh- black athletes that are married to black women, we never even knew. That they were married to black women, but they'll show the white one when he married to a white girl. But yeah, they, um, yeah, they, they, they will show that. You're right. They'll show that big time. They'll show that like they'll they'll show that live. They put that in HD. They'll show yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. But but the thing about it is, is though, when it comes to um, when it comes to like us, we don't we never really rarely see that. Unity, man. I understand because, like, I remember when I was watching uh, 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 the brother uh, Donovan McNabb. You know, he did a commercial and he had his mom in it. You know, some mm-hmm. soup and shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing about it, what I'm trying to think, man, I'm thinking, like, okay, how many, I mean, how, I mean, I, I don't know, man. I never see too many, I never see too many, um, Couples or anything like that. I just they'll find they'll find a situation where there's a uh, one single parent. They'll show that they'll show that single parent all the time. But they won't. But they won't show that situation where, like like somebody like Reggie Bush. 
Let's use Reggie Bush as an example. Reggie Bush is a good athlete. He's been around. He been he did he did a commercial a few. He like he's from a strong he like he's from a strong uh family background. But you don't know anything about it. You never see that. Wow. You know, he he he's straight out of California and he has both his parents, but you don't never see that. You never get that opportunity. Well, it's and a let me lot. just say this, even the girl in twelve years old and the man who starred in the movie, but the girl Lucifer. They always have her being escorted with this white Jesus looking guy. I don't, I don't know what his name is, but he, he, he looks like Jesus, the white Jesus, or whatever. And her real boyfriend is um, Somalian. He's a black guy. But they wow. never let her be seen with her real boyfriend. She's mm-hmm. always escorted by this white guy. And so I know it's an agenda being put. And the black mm-hmm. man that played in 12 Years of Slave, his wife is white. Yeah. I was very well, surprised. It, 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 it gets deep. I mean, Tay Diggs put in an article, sorry, black women, I'm sorry about offending you, but I only date white women. I have no use for sisters. Now, when you yeah. have someone as large within our community of actors where we see you on a regular basis, and my brother, you know what I'm saying, you're not, you're not a Nestle, you know, Alpine white chocolate bar. You're about as dark right. as they come, my man. And when you make right. and he stepped like on that, on black people's heads to get to where he was because he had to use the well, black community to get to where to to even be able to do best man number two. I mean, it's because of our support that they were able to get that big again. But you know, I they don't think like that. So yeah. well, see, it's you amazing know, when you, know, you get the college. It's like like you said, like the athlete, you get amnesia. <laughs> On the real, and it don't get no realer than having a sister by your side because, like I said before, I mean, if you feel that way about sisters, how do you feel about your mama? Yeah, you're right, man. And you, and you, know, you know what else? Though? I'm gonna tell you something. I'm watching very closely, man. I okay, LeBron, LeBron James. You know, he's the best basketball player on the planet right now. And the thing about him is, he has a he has a black family. I mean, pure black family. And the thing about it, you don't see too much. You don't see too much about, you know, you don't see much about his wife. You don't see anything like that. Nobody's saying much about it. I don't know the decision he made, but I was at design. We want to say design, man, because like Kobe Bryant, you know all his business. You know his lady. She she know everything. His kids, you know all that. Like mm-hmm. say, for instance, you know, I mean, they, Kanye West, Kim Kardashian. That's a big deal. Now, right. if it was so happen, if it was so happen like Dwayne Wade and Gabriel Union, they're not really. It's out there, but it's not really a big issue, like a Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. See those things, man. What, what Sorry, I'm gonna say, man. That's all right. What I'm saying is, man, is that I feel like a lot of stuff is by design, man. I feel like a lot of things are just out there, and, and the thing about it is, they put stuff out there. Yeah. Interracial, interracial relationships, man, is. It is, you know, but the celebrity of it is really, really, uh, it's really, it's all design. It's all made up of design. And that's, and that's right. Yeah, and I don't think Kanye West, I don't even think he's going to rap no more. That motherfucker ain't made a song since Kim Kanye yeah, He got killed. He forgot how to rap. Well, yeah, <laughs> and even, you know, even he said in his, one of his songs, you know, and when you get on, they leave your ass for a white girl. You know, he was saying um, the song of uh, the work 
Kanye's workout gold, plan. Gold diggers. Gold diggers. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was gold diggers. That's right. You know, and so, you know, that's really just the way it goes. I'm, I'm guessing, you know, they, you know, you're down with the sister till you get some money. And then, you know, we just not good enough for them anymore. You know, and it's sad. It's sad to be like that because, you know, you know I, I know... No, I'm, 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 so we're on this topic, and we and we're talking race. Let me, let me, let me create something. Let me talk about something. Let me ask a question. I want everybody to listen to this. I want to know. I said, I said this in the group, in another group, and I posted it, and I posted it, and it said, uh, on, I said only white people can be racist. That's what it posted. Mm-hmm. And I posted it, man. And after that, I had a whole, like, whole slew of guys. I got even, I got called a racist. Mm. I got called everything in the book, man. And the thing mm. about it is, I want to know what y'all thoughts on that about. You know, I don't about, think black like, people can be racist. I, I think we can hate them <laughs> for oppressing us, but they, they, they're racist ones because we, we never put a, uh, white people in slavery. You know, so I, I'm not. I don't consider myself racist. You know, that it's a, it's a, it's trust. It's a trust issue there. I, I was raised up listening in my grandmother's story and, and listening to her tell me about her mother's story and her grandmother's story. You understand what Come I'm on. saying? And Come it, on, it's sir. a, Come on. <laughs> it's a trust Come on. issue. It's not a race issue. <laughs> so I, you know, it's. It's not about racism on our part. It's about trust, and we will learn. We're taught not to trust you because you're the known oppressor. And we see images. You know, I have images all over because I teach my kids the same thing because that's what I've been taught, you know, of yeah. how many black people were hanged. Yeah, and, and it's just awareness in the black culture, and we need that. And let's, let's just be honest. When we had just black communities, Black, uh, Black Wall Street down there in Oklahoma. You know, I, I looked at the um, yeah. the uh, movie about that before the white invaded that and integration happened. Black people were just fine. We we were just fine before white people come along and and bothered us and integrated schools and everything. And ever since they have integrated schools and we have been told we can go to school with white people the black community has not been the same so it's, it's a trust issue with me definitely I'm not racist but I, I don't trust them I'm going to just say it put it out there well you know Glenn, Glenn Beck who works for Fox News and then got fired because they didn't get the Republican guy in that they wanted and they blamed him and then they hired him right back for a long time period of time there for about two years during the election process and right after Obama was elected was saying how much Obama uh, hated white people and how much, you know, that it, 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 he seemed prejudiced on this other kind of stuff. And keep in mind, Obama's mother was a white woman. Now, yeah. what, what, what kills me about this is that you're saying these things, and at the same time, you're saying that, well, he doesn't, you know, like folks and everything else. But the bottom line is, is that what have you really done? Really, to gain our trust, to gain right. us to like, to gain right. us to want to you know you know make you an integral part of what it is that we do. Now we yeah. you know it, it's it all, you 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 complain about about what happened in Europe during World War Two, 
with, 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 with the Nazi thing and all this other stuff, you complain about, you know, some of your more recent stuff because, you know, prior to, you know, this um, sexual revolution that's going on, you didn't really say a whole lot about diversity or what it meant, but when it became something that you're predominantly down with and the things that you hear the most about and the trumpets are loudest on, is usually something that you agree with and something that you're on, and so all of a sudden it means something. Um, it's kind of hard to compare that or ask questions whether this, that, and the third is the new black and all these other weird questions that you come up with. And first of all, let me start by saying that if that is the, the way that you gain your balance as far as who you choose to be with, that's, that's, that's on you and that's your business. But when it becomes you comparing things, you know, 40 years of something to four going on 500 years of, mm-hmm. of, of dehumanizing us, separating, right. once again, you're using your media to separate us and, and to make us non-compassionate, non-human. We fight in all your wars. We, 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 we stand mm-hmm. up and we sing probably the loudest and some of the best national anthem songs there are, but when... You know, you saw the Boston Marathon thing the other day, and I saw a sister mm-hmm. that was laying there bleeding in the street the day that happened. You know, through all of this stuff, you can bring up some guy about a cowboy hat that he was wearing and something he did or show all these other folks. We are never in the picture. We are never seen as part mm-hmm. of what what is the sensitive or the loving nature of things. And the last time I checked, I don't know. You know, I've got three sons. I love all three of them you know, equally, you know, my woman. Mm-hmm. I love her, you know, equally as much as you do, if not more, then you probably love or respect yours because you've let money and everything else more or less rule your day. But when you mm-hmm. dehumanize us and you continue, the only time you can show us on TV, I'll give you another example and I'm going to let it go, because i got a caller coming in. Uh, you know, you show a girl who's put out of school because of prayer and Bible stuff, but then when you show mm-hmm. our children you got to dress, you're talking about a dress code for parents because of the way they're dressing, coming to school and picking up their children, and then you show minorities, oh, your subtle ways are not so subtle anymore, and what kills me nowadays, right. you're, not even, you're not even trying to hide it no more. You're no, they do not. And saying exactly how you feel. So the initial point I was trying to make, I guess, like I said, i got to let it go because sometimes I get emotional about the thing and, and I'm kind of long-winded, is that when you start talking about loving and trusting and the inclusionary thing, how come we, some of us may not like you as much as others do who, are not, who have not been hypnotized or, or whatever, that's the reasons why it is because you've done so many things that have been right. kind of contrary to what love is. It's kind of hard to love you. Just, just a moment. Right. This and they, every time they, okay, go ahead. 503 Rawhide, you're on deck. I'm going to let Robin uh, uh, get this point in and you can come on and that's Rawhide here from uh, Portland, Oregon. Go ahead, Robin. What's up? Oh, go ahead, Robin. Go ahead, Robin. What was you going to say there? Hey, Robin, go ahead. Finish. Oh, no, I was just saying I was really enjoying that, and you made a lot of good points on that, and that, you know, that's the reason, the destruction of the black family right there, you know, and every time we trust them, you know, they they do something to make us lose trust again. So no, I I don't trust anything that goes on with the the media. I limit my daughter's television watch because you know black women are so sexualized out there in the media. You know we're looked at as just strictly sex objects, not nurturing, not mothers. 
not anything in the media, you know, we just ratchet, just out there, you know, and it just trades just a negative image on us, you know. In the minute, if we're mad about something and I don't like the way something is going, you know, I experienced this at work and I'm going to hurry up and get through. But if I can't get upset at work because the minute I get upset, I'm going to be called ratchet. But the minute a white person gets upset, nothing is said, you know. And I just wanted to say that. Here. Robert, yeah, we're going to have some future shows, and I've, and I've got your number. If you don't mind us calling you back for future shows, we've got some future shows, and we would love to have you on deck because you're a very clear-thinking person, and you, you speak very defined. And we got a show coming up called How Do We Give the Black Woman in America a More Powerful Voice? And we would love for you to, to show back up for that show and, and, and hang in there. We're going to want to talk to you some more. Rawhide, welcome okay. to the bill. Come on in. Pleasure having you on deck. Go ahead, Rob. Okay. Uh, what's good, folks? What's good? How are y'all doing tonight? Fabulous, fabulous. Robin has joined us. Uh, 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 Sugar Ray Robinson is, is hosting this thing. I'm going to step back and get out the way, but I'm loving what's going on ahead. Go ahead, and Sugar Ray, you go ahead and take over from there. What do you think about this topic we got going tonight, the relationship between uh, the the, uh, the black man and black woman in America. Rawhide. Go ahead, Rawhide. Oh, you were talking to me? I thought you said Norris. No, no, Raw. He, he's he's hosted tonight, but I mean, I'm kind of doing the producing thing. I think he was going to get him something to drink, and he, he'll be back in a minute. But go ahead and say what you're going to say, okay. and when he comes back, he'll take over, and I'll try to work with this music thing. Go ahead. Man, I just want to uh, say, man, uh, glad to be on deck tonight, man. How y'all doing? I'm just now getting in, so I'm not sure exactly uh, what the topic is, man. But, uh, man, y'all sound pretty deep in, over here right now. Hello? Well, you know, we're, we're, just, we're just covering things. We're just covering things tonight on, the, on this relationship topic. And, you know, we're, we're basically the discussion is about relationships between, you know, the black woman and, 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 and the man and everything because we, we rarely have enough media coverage or, or, or talk shows that really, which is why, you know, it's good to have a different host on the Flossy Jeezy show worldwide that allows us to, you know, kind of express things, you know, from our perspective and everything. And tonight that's what we're talking about is, is a relationship between, you know, black men and black women. What are some of the things that you observe and, you know, ups and downs or whatever and thoughts you may have. Man, uh, with me, I think it really starts from the home. Um, you know, uh, I was uh, dealing with my mom. My mom was up here with us. And, um, you know, for a second we weren't really getting along because um, I, I really didn't want her up here because I didn't want to stay up here, first of all. You know, I was trying to move down to Georgia where she was before she moved up here. And then, um, you know, uh, when, when she got here, it's like uh, she she wanted to help, but she really didn't know how to do it, dealing with the family and stuff like that. Um, and so uh, we would we, we ended up bumping heads a lot. Um, and then, uh, you know, the other day she called me, and, uh, you know, she really broke down to me um, you know that she she really doesn't mean to be a, a burden, and that uh, you know she she wants to help. She she doesn't know how. You know what I mean? And um, and, and and she's just 
uh, lonely, you know, she's getting up there in her years, and, uh, you know, even though it was just really me and her growing up, you know, I mean, for years until, um, what, I was 16, it was just me and her, you know, um, and so uh, <clears throat> it, it made me it made me realize uh, when she said that, and you know, she kind of broke down to me um, that man, there is a, a lot of stuff I do uh, as an adult that's really in rebellion of my mother. You know what I mean? And and it, and it kind of and it kind of um, uh, threw me back for a second uh, just realizing that. Um, but that that is the main problem, you know. Uh, a lot of uh, our black men, they're only growing up uh, with one parent in the house, you know, um, their mother, and not knowing uh, their their father. So they don't know how to treat black women. You feel me? Right. You know, and, and that's uh, that that's step one in the problem, right there. That's step one. You know, um, yeah, man, I, I'm a deep cat, and I've, I've realized a lot of stuff on my own. Like, I do a lot of self-therapy and, and trying to figure out, you know, um, how things are supposed to go in this life and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, that, that that made me, you know, stop and look at myself and, and figure out, well, why, why uh, does it feel like that, you know, um, my mom isn't fitting into our, our relationship and, and, and things like that, or, or or we don't have the same relationship, you know. And it's uh, and and it has to deal with that that uh, that missing connection of having uh, a father figure there or a man there to show you how to treat a woman. Now, uh, don't get it twisted. You know, my mother did an extremely good job of raising me. Uh, I am very respectful uh, towards women unless they don't deserve it and uh, and whatnot. So, um, you know, that's never been a, a problem there. But yet and still, there is still, there's a missing link there for men uh, to be able to uh, have that, that relationship uh, with a black woman. Um, in, in the future or, or when, when they're trying to build their own families uh, because they simply have no idea how it's supposed to be done. You know? That's a very, very good point, man. And it, and it does happen. I mean, for, for years, I went through kind of the same thing where I had to I had to learn how to look at things completely differently because I only really dealt with the old man until I got to be about 13 years old. So learning how to be a man, learning how to, you know, uh, you know, have things going on uh, and, and taking care of the household or, or learning how to kind of, you know, disseminate between, you know, what I needed to be doing and, 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 and what I was thinking. Um, it was kind of difficult for me because I had no, no father figure there to really teach me how to, how, to, how, to deal, how to deal with a woman. But, you know, in learning how to become a man on my own, some of the things that maybe I saw him doing earlier that got the family separated, it helped make me a better father and a better person and a better man overall in trying to do it, you know, a fresh new way because there's nothing like creativity and innovation on all levels. And when you're able to kind of create, uh, you know, your own uh, version of whatever you think something is, sometimes it turns out better than 
it, I mean, sometimes it, I, I hate to say it, but it's almost better to have just the one parent, and you know that things around there are solid, than to have both, and, and they're at each other's throats, and and you know you're seeing the bad side of how things can go. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you think about this, Sugar Ray. I think he's still dealing with some other stuff, but that's but that's that's a very good point, man. And and, and once again, that's a that's a great angle to the show that we're talking about tonight. You know, in a lot of cases, we don't. You know, a lot of us don't really realize that. Because I mean, you know, we're in situations where everybody thinks that being hard and 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 doing stuff like this here is the way to go about doing it, and and it's really not. And it's it's nice to you know hear someone with that perspective come through because that's a very that's a very good point to this to what's going on. Hey, look, we're gonna we're gonna take a short break here. Uh, I was telling my man uh, Norris that I was able to uh, download a converter which will allow us to listen to just about any song there is out there when 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 we want to at will. And I'm gonna I'm, I'm trying to more or less uh, you know test it and, and, and get it running up and everything. But I was able to get uh, about four good songs in there, and uh, I got that West Coast uh, Stone uh, so fresh on that. So I'm gonna play that for us real quick. Uh, take a quick break here, and when we come back, um, you know, since there doesn't appear to be any uh, ready callers coming in, we got some NBA stuff coming up. We got. You know, Chad Ochocinco, A.K. Chad Johnson, that signed with the CFL's Alouettes, and we can continue to to discuss, you know, this subject also. Uh, and once again, it's been a great night here at the show to discuss topics that are very relevant to our community and uh, things that keep us going to trying to be, you know, better men, better parents, better everything. And we'll be covering these topics. And you know, we, we love talking about sports and, and hip-hop and stuff like that, but sometimes there's more than just hip-hop and sports. We like to talk about things that are relevant to our communities and things that make us Absolutely. better people. So, Absolutely. So, so hang on for just a moment. I'm going to play, you know, something uh, that fellas been wanting to hear, a little West Coast Stone, and this one is so fresh. So show. Hey Stone, I think they gonna need a Hail Mary pass for this one. My Lord. Uh, two more pans left. How y'all doing? Oh, me? My name Air Traffic Control. Just don't touch me, I just got my feathers done. Oh, I'm right on my feet now. Like David Blaine, it's the part you're supposed to play with me, baby. Holy Hulk, don't talk too much, baby. This is Aiden's folk, turn around. Oh, yeah. God made a pencil, I have a man on Broadway. Step down with two violent idiots, mermaid named Rita. Yo, Gabba Gabba, you'll be the church people. And I don't want to track the plane. I ain't never got cut. But you are that wrong, you get fucked up. I was telling you today. Sometimes I feel like I'm so fresh. We up in here, so the West. I 
Feeling like super fly, promoting West Coast flat, getting your ladies hurt. Yes, sir, I'm seven smooth like a clitoris. Metaphor, hardcore spits, it's real nigga shit. They can talk till they blue in the face. I'm moving a pace, they can't recreate my state. I'm the greatest to do it, my music is everlasting. Fancy your seatbelt salute when I'm mashing. The niggas have been, we the whole truth. Couple shots of rock, got my soul loose. Every verse takes spit, is a summary and my mentality is reality right in front of me. We go to trial and then smile when it's dismissed. But like the brush, the judge on my hit list. They legendarily scary, nothing but hitters in my family drink. It's Hail Mary, nigga. Sometimes I feel like I'm so fresh. We up in here, salute the West. Play a hate, I congratulate. 
isolate, lift and elevate. Let's go. What the fuck I'm talking about? Banging that gangster music. Gangster music. Gangster music. Gangster music. Gangster music. Today, me and my niggas is throwing a house party. Throwing the polo cologne, twist up some homegrown. Penitentiary crease, Romeos and white teeth. Till the Louis cover off on the ragtop tray with the peanut butter gut. And yeah, we're back in the building with my host, Sugar Ray Robinson Jr. Hit him with the one and ten, Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray should be back momentarily. A man must be doing some serious negotiating. A man raw high. How's it going this evening with you? Yes, now we go. Okay. Yeah. Most definitely, most definitely back on deck this evening. What's going on with you this evening, player? You talking to me, man? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, man, I'm back with some good folks. You know that that homie Jay Senior. And I'm sitting I'm sitting with Jay Senior. I'm sitting with uh his brother Wallin on you. And uh man, we ain't doing nothing but sipping on some Saint Remy. You know what I'm saying? Doing what we do best. Yeah, I'm back. Sorry about that, y'all. Go ahead. You sipping on some Remy. It's you still regulate. Great. Hey, do we still do we still got Robin in the house? Excuse me. My name should be on the guest list. Uh, and, uh, oh, not, uh, you ain't even looking at it. <laughs> 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 Who was that? Hey, I want to ask y'all something, man. I, I, want, I want to know something, man. Y'all, did y'all get the school train? Did you see what? Did y'all see the coon train? Yeah, there's a lot of uh, <laughs> huh? Oh, chill. There's some extra going on, man. You got, you got to save your ammunition and the purpose for that one, Zickeray, man. You don't want to expose on that one. That's a that's a back shot live shot right there. <laughs> the train, the train, the train is coming. <laughs> oh, that's it. The train? You talking about the train? Yeah, man, the train. That train is... Man, man, man. You know what? You know what? I'm dealing with the train. I am uh, tired of hearing about uh, man, black folks killing black folks. Uh, I'm so sick of that. See, the thing, the thing is, the thing that people don't understand is, man, is that it's all about a conscience, man. You don't care what, you don't care what you do, what's going on with your life, because everybody got things going on in life. And the thing about it is, man, it's all about a conscience, man. It's not about. I know a lot of people get, get get kind of pissed off about interracial dating and all that kind of stuff. I, I me personally, I, I really don't really, I really don't trip off that as hard. That's not a real, because that's, that's not to me. That's not really a major, major, major 
it's a problem. But I was it's a problem, but I can't say it's, that's not what I'm tripping off on, man. Right. I, I trip off. I trip off more about people being conscious, man. Being being knowing what's up about themselves. That's, that's, I think that's that's my biggest take up, man. My biggest deal, man. You say you you talking about people being conscious? Say that again. No, I'm just saying, man, you know what I mean? What the thing about it is, but I'm just saying, man, that I mean, everybody has different issues and stuff like that. And I just feel like the most important thing is about being, people being conscious, man, being understanding what's going on about the history of who they are, what the people are, you know what I'm saying, the history and all that stuff. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people, you know, a lot of people talk a lot of stuff, man, but they don't know much, man. Yeah, they do. They talk a whole lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, folks talking about, uh, you know, uh, that that really uh, gangster and shit like that. Of uh, you know, um, folks out there uh, uh, killing their own folks. Man, I saw this one post online where they were talking about are black men the new KKK? Wow. And, and and that right there was uh, that was ridiculous. And and I, and I put it to him like this. I was like, um, no, we're not because the KKK is an organized group against other uh, races, and we're not organized against other races. You know what I'm saying? Now right. you talk about us killing killing each other. Well, that's a different subject than. Um, you're talking about us uh, coming together as a people uh, to destroy and to go against other races. That doesn't happen. There, there's too many folks like like the train. There's too many folks on that train worried about, um, you know what I'm saying, us killing each other. And, hey, let's stay away from our own people because we're killing our own people rather than, you know what I'm saying, us uh, banding together to say, hey, let's uh, make sure that our people are sustained and uh, become something greater than what what we had offered to it. You feel me? Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. No doubt. I mean, you know what? Nail, Nail. I, I have yeah. a, man, I got a, I got an emergency coming up, man, but I need to step out, man. Oh, yeah, you're hanging on, my man. You know what I'm saying? I, I appreciate you coming up with that tonight. Another beautiful job, another great show. We got one more in the pocket for Saturday night, and then it's going to be five nights of Raw night. I know we're going to come with the real spirit. Yeah, and everybody listening out there, man, 646-595-3402. Next Thursday, next Thursday, we're going to have Professor Griff on here next Thursday. You know, uh, I talked to him this morning, and we're going to bring him on next Thursday. So it's kind of like this whole week. We're going to basically kind of cater to what's he about and bring him relevant and get, him, get some public enemy and all that kind of stuff going. And Yeah, I talked to him on the phone this morning, and he said next Thursday be good. Next Thursday be fine, so we'll go with next Thursday. That's going to be huge. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be really huge. I'm trying to get... Try to get some more cats on here, man. But in the meantime, I'm gonna run, man, and get up out of here, man, because I gotta, I gotta run, man. I got something going on with my son over hey, here. Hey, hold, hold on, Norris. Before you go, uh, this is full JC. Anyone to say something?
Man, what's going on with y'all tonight up in here? Jay, what's happening, bro? What's going on? Oh, man, I'm just I'm just chilling, man, waiting for uh, that Blazer postseason to go on and kick off. <laughs> hey, man, you know what? I got I to got, I got give you props, man. You do what it do in this fantasy, bro. You, there's a lot of hate, man, but I admire, man. You do what you do. This dude got back-to-back championships on that shit. He won the baseball. You know what I'm saying? I mean, cats be, be, be hating and the hating, but the thing about it is he gets in, man. <laughs> man, I, I appreciate this shit. You know, there was, man, baseball don't count. Wasn't nobody playing. Yeah, wasn't nobody I was playing, playing I was no playing. more. I was playing. Yeah, when they got to the point they knew they won't win, they gave up. Shit, they I was, that, that, shit was, that shit was hella fun. I did. Hey, man, you played in the championship, as a matter of fact, didn't we? Right. Yeah, I think we did. The Chelsea Show would like to give you a separate award. It's called the Smartest Man on the Planet Award for never calling in on, on some bullshit that never had nothing to do with that. <laughs> so I want to give you the Smartest Man Award. I wish I'd have learned last year, you know, why you didn't call in the previous two years. And I'm giving you the uh, 2014 or 13 Smartest Man Award for never calling in on dumb shit. Even though people tried to bait you in, you were smart enough to, to have the brain fortitude not to call in on drama and bullshit. I got to give you a special hey, congratulations. <laughs> hey, man, hey, man, before I go, I want to know, Jay, do you, do you, um, you rap, man? You spit? I mean, shit. I don't grab the shit. If I be if I be super loaded, I might spit a I might spit a hot four bar real quick. <laughs> you do beat the four bars, right You do what? I mean, do you make beats or anything like that, man? You get down like that. I mean, shit. I used to fuck with uh Fruity Loops and Reasons, but okay, okay, I okay. Like, pretty much, man, my time is pretty much spent with my kids, so I don't really yeah, I can dig have it. I can dig it. I got two little knuckleheads, so, yeah. Man, man, it. here's what y'all don't know. Jay, Jay, uh, Jay Sr. over here, man, that's my music dude, man. He's he's more like a DJ, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he, he used to have turntables. He ain't got his turntables out right now. But uh, what, what, what Jay Sr. do is uh, me and this dude... Me and this dude, we figure out what music's out. We figure out uh, what music's uh, hitting, and, and we sit here and we we listen to a whole CD from front to back and, and, and see if it's official or not. You know what I'm saying? Uh, one of the few people that I have to actually do that with. You know? I can dig it. I can dig it, man. Hey, man, let me ask you guys, man. Y'all gonna come up here, man, for him fast, man? Hit me. I mean, him fast. Are you gonna come up for him fast? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we already got that set, bro. August. We there? Yeah, yeah, that's what's up, man. Cause, uh, yeah, that's what's up, bro. That's what's up for mm-hmm. sure, man. Yeah, brother, but let me get up. Let me get ghost, man. Shit, man, I got some break-up situation. My son, man, he on some, he on some, uh, some crazy shit right now. <laughs> uh-uh. Family. Oh, I, I, I do want to ask you a question. Uh, dealing with your son, Norris, uh, I wanted uh, to ask you, man. Um, do Do you think uh, he he wants to go pro? Do you see him going yeah. pro? You know what? The thing about my son, man. You know he he. I, you know what? 
he hasn't looked at that, but at the same time, I think he, ha- I know he has, he has D1 talent. I can say that much. But mm-hmm. I think it's a, it's a possibility, man. I mean, if he if he don't have injuries or like that, I think he can go, man. I, I mean, he got hands, man. Not only he got hands, man. Dude, it's fast. He he, he it's, he's a table on Austin, man. He reminds me of that cat. Nah, I'd love to see him up there, man. I really would. And I, and I, and I pull some, you know, I pull, as a matter of fact, I pull some of his uh, highlight reel in, uh, in the group, man. Go. Y'all can check him out, man, because dude is nice, man. He graduated this year. He was going to a JC, man, because he didn't necessarily do necessary thing he needed to do for his grades, man. But he had the top JCs they wanted, man, and uh, he going to one out in Northern California, man. But I think he's going to ball out, man. I really believe he's going to ball out there, man. That's what's up, man. Hey, I, I, I wish him the best, man. I wish y'all the best. I hope everything is going well over there and y'all are able to fix whatever's going on, man. And you have a well, good night, bro. Oh, uh, for sure, man. All right. Hey, I hit y'all back, man. I'll back to right later. He's up. Yep, yep. All right. All right, folks. They got to jump at some of the tickets out there, man, if they can't pull it over the trailblazer thing, man. It's getting ready to be. Boom City up here, real like Trailblazer told it down. Hey, I gotta ask you. I got a couple of sports questions out there, man. I know that you're also the guru of uh, of uh, football. You tried to tell me what it was. And, you know, I was hard hit around a couple of times. Didn't make the playoffs a couple of times. What you think about that uh, Ocho Cinco Chad Johnson signing with the uh, CFL's Montreal Alouettes? Oh, y'all still in there? Yeah, we still here. Yeah, what you think about that, man? Chad Johnson, he said he ain't going to play down and die. He done went up to Canada, man. I think he's going to do all right up there. Most of the people up north there. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
niggas to come on the spot to fail sisters like the handrail spitters and kids on the ziggas ziggas when it's ugly then the club is lovely thugs be sipping hennessy and bubbly to my comrades to keep it flaming hot on dangerous blocks claim the spots where the goal is to be one of the top ranked soldiers 45 holders one of the high rollers get respect in the hood credit is good knock it down lumberjack style baby extra wood rock it all night long the bangathon baby keep hanging on it with the lights on, don't have to blow 20 down to get to know honey staff, show her the town, steal her heart, no money down. I'm internationally known when I'll be on the mic. I'm internationally known, yo. Like it raw for sure, broads on the floor, wall to wall, it's more at the door, players ball to score, cause this right here is for all of y'all, I came a primo, yo I got what you need bro, you go see a show smoking El Mino, and DJs play hits with hard bass picks, and then they display tricks like the Matrix, make the record fly, undetected by the naked eye, so just feel the vibe cause your ears never lie, nowadays DJs bag the tricks, rap it, also behind the back shit, catching and scratch it, blast it, this kid got his craft mastered, hands is mad quick like he mixed with magic, spin it back and forth and grab it, and know just where it is, there it is, I'm internationally known, when I'll be on the mic, I'm internationally known, yo, I had to speak with beats and they critique for weeks. They be like, how that kid ride reach the peak? What the? You hear me? Hello. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I thought that was going to be some technical difficulties. I just went to the commercial, you know what I'm saying? Do one of them classic joints, so real quick. <laughs> gotta, gotta feel some time in there, you know what I'm saying? Man, we all good. We in here live. <laughs> yeah, I'm just sitting up here watching my black pops real quick, man. Yeah, hey, man. Hey, man, one thing we working on right now, uh, you know E40 got his own wine, right? Got his own what? His own wine, right? Yeah. So, so, what, what? so we're trying to put up here in Portland. We've been hitting these. Uh, we've been hitting the uh, liquor stores, you know what I'm saying? Or, or this no, nigga Jay Senior has. <laughs> this nigga Jay Senior been hitting these liquor stores, talking about, hey man, uh, when you gonna get the Earl Stevens up in there? And they said they gonna uh, they gonna get one or two up in there, you know what I'm saying? But he's got a line of of, uh, of wines. Y'all need to look out for that because we're talking about Mr. E40 himself. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, one thing I'm looking for is the one that tastes like that top of the lines, Rice Collis Rossi, because you know he's gonna make one. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> and uh, hopefully we can we we can get a taste of that before the end the uh, the year ends. Now, man, I'm gonna get some of that. You don't even open the bottle, man. So I'm just gonna put that on the shelf. That's the shit. Yeah. Right. 
I mean, and that's, and that's big business. But I guess he's selling out now because, you know, he didn't come out with his own liquor, and that that's not hip-hop, but that's the selling hip-hop. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you don't have to do much to sell out of whatever, you know what I'm saying? All you got to do, wait, but you got to, wait, if you had a, a quick heartbeat that fast, you sold out, but he sold out. Come on, man. Right, 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 right. Well, man. Hey, and you heard what my man said. He talked uh, Professor Griff into coming on and, and, and sponsoring the show, which is huge because that's what it's all about, man, trying to get these big acts. I did what I I was going to do and trying to maybe uh, see if I can uh, you know, get the graphic over and holler for about maybe 15 minutes or so. I'm working on that. Hopefully she'll say yes. I'm trying to, you know, sometimes your icons that have already done it, but you know, kind of still mm-hmm. in the mix of what it's nice to try to get some of those folks to come in and let them know that when they were doing it and still trying to do it, uh, you know, that, you know, mm-hmm. What they did, uh, and it's just good, you know, to be able to talk to some of these guys. Uh, so I'm hoping to, and maybe you know, uh, somewhere out there, and continue to try to parlay some of these good acts to come in, and, and you know, and talk to us. It was a, it was a great show tonight having Robin calling in from uh, Pensacola, you know, giving her view on these relationship things. You know, uh, you know uh-huh. we're all we're all about hip hop, but she, you know, we love that stuff to death. It's what we do, you know, especially and doing stuff. But, you know, it's not to cover issues, like I said before, that kind of, you know, rock and speak to who we are as people. And so, I mean, as long as we can, you know, try to do everything, that way we don't, we don't, we don't get uh, hashtags, you know, doing any duplicate work that other people are doing. You know, more successful, but we got to try to focus on what we do. Right, right. Appreciate having you on today. You look my man in the background. Now, now, have you uh, had a chance to play my cut yet from that West Coast song? Man, that motherfucker ain't about that life. Oh, yeah, yeah. See what I'm going to do. I just got that that uh,
yeah, for sure. And I've got some, I got some hot topics for y'all too, man. Uh, Forbes came out with the top five uh, most. Uh, most uh, richest uh, rappers or, or rappers or rapper businessmen and whatnot right now. So I can't wait to, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, let let that be known what's going on. Yeah. Somebody, somebody and I'm going to save it for you, too, because I think the, the list for the most part might shock folks, so I can't wait to get that on. Really? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm loving that. Yeah. You know, for the most part, for the most part, uh, you know, people are gonna know uh, most of the folks that are on there. Um, but uh, who, who's actually on there and who's at that top five point? Uh, man, I, I think it's gonna surprise a lot of people. A lot of people go look it up now, so so you're ready to talk about it. You know, uh, the the top five uh, richest uh, rappers. Yeah. Who do you think it is? Hold on, we're going to ask uh, Jay Senior right now who he thinks the top five are. Number one, I believe, will be Dre. Number two is Ho. I'm not sure where he'd be up at there, but I'd say Drake might slide in at number four. Number three? Hmm... I'm not even fucking sure. Well, that's that's three right there. I might have to stay Wayne up in there somewhere. Shit. Eminem. Okay, so that's his five. That's his five. Uh, let, let me hear yours. I'm thinking uh, my main man, uh, uh, Dre, Hove. Probably, oh. probably Lil Wayne, probably Master P, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, oh man, yeah, and probably M. And M? Yeah. Uh, again, like I said, y'all gonna be way shocked. Y'all gonna be way shocked. Uh, anybody listening to the show? Let me get a no, no, the, the uh, richest so rappers. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna inter- change that one out and, and, and throw fifty in there somewhere. Wait, who are you taking out for fifty? I, I put fifty in and, and taking out the M. And taking out M? Okay, okay, that was a good move. Oh, shit! I'm, I'm what about Drake over Drake? Uh, okay. I'm thinking, I'm thinking I'll break and say, yeah. Yeah. So then, okay, so now uh, we got Jay Senior changing the seat. And now, man, y'all ain't ready. Y'all ain't ready. Y'all got to wait for my show, man. Y'all got to wait for my show. Okay, it's going to be a hard one, man. I got to start already. Anybody out there listening, man, go check out Forbes. Get ready for the conversation because we're going to talk about money. We're going to talk about money. (laughs) 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 Pitbull Pitbull ain't a rapper. He's a pop star. That's how the top three is going to go right there. Mm -hmm. Dre, Giddy, 
So so uh so so senior says uh Dre Diddy and Hove at the top three. We're gonna leave it at that. Uh man and and, and move on, man. <laughs> we'll we'll talk about that when we get when we get in there. When I get in there, we're gonna talk about him. <laughs> I know you got it together, man. Like I said, you got five shows, dog. You got You're five not. shows. It'll be all right, man. With, with right there. They ain't ready, bro. <laughs> but uh, no, no, I do think that, that the uh, the list is gonna shock people, bro. The, the list is gonna shock people a little bit. Um, you know, of course, y'all mentioned some of the some of the, some of the heavyweights, of course. But uh, you know, there's some people in there that you know is gonna be like, whoa, really? Number one center, sir. Not wrong. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that, I, you know, you hear weird stuff like record sales don't mean nothing. Let me tell you something. You're acknowledged in this business, do you? Mm-hmm. Hey, man, they can they can say that uh, record sales don't mean nothing, but record sales is money. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's that clean money where everybody's got their uh, hands on the ball. And, uh there's not really anything else that you can do that where everybody got their hand in the ball, like you can do shows and stuff. Uh, but you know, you're getting your money for shows. Uh, other people aren't getting, uh, their money for shows. When you do record sales, uh, everybody gets a little piece of that. Plus that's going to be most of your money, uh, coming in where you have to do the least work because you've already put the product together. You know what I'm saying? You've already cooked it up. You know what I'm saying? You already bagged it up. You know what I'm saying? And now you got all these folks out there selling it. So that makes a big difference from you doing shows. That makes a big difference from uh, anything else that you can do to promote or move your music. Um, the record sales is it. That's mm-hmm. it. Agreed. 100% on that. And you hear it all the you time. Know? Well, yeah, still don't mean that we can't go by record sales. How else are you getting marked? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Record man, sales. record sales is how folks eat, man. Backwards 
into the um, mirror, and I think he was probably part of death or whatever. And that kept right there. So I'm, I'm willing to cut things towards towards death. All that they've been able to put out there. I, I love my I love my West Coast cats, man. I'm a, I'm a Midwestern, so I like both ends of this spectrum. I don't think none of us should have been like warriors when we did, but I'm going to say whoever had DJ Premier. To that, to me, my vote is uh, is uh, Rock Jim. DJ, I mean, for, for what he brings to the table, for what he has, that's all he has. He was only one side of that boy. If Jim goes in the table, so 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 what you got? Who you got? Oh man, I couldn't even hear your last part. Um, who, who do you have, Jay? Jay said, uh, "Man, real hip hop heads can't answer that." But with me, I, I got to go with Death Row because, uh, man, not only did Death Row put out some of the dopest and have some of the dopest producers in the game, but they had mm-hmm. everybody messing with them that really wasn't even officially on the label. You had Quick coming over there. You had Eight coming over there. Like, they had the West Coast locked down. Wasn't nothing coming out the West Coast except for E-40 that wasn't on Death Row. And I even think uh, E-40 messed with Death Row a little bit. That's <laughs> Death Row. <laughs> Uh, oh, who was that nigga slide with? Death Jam. Oh, he was. I gotta, I right. gotta go with that Death Jam because of DJ yeah. Premier. I mean, DJ for me, DJ, DJ Premier is just it's just it's just crazy. Stick off the chain, though. And 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 the cats mm-hmm. he produced and, and the way that he he produced some cats is just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Mhm. Man, yeah, Def Jam. Def Jam is definitely now. See, Def Jam is is to be considered the 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 pioneer of it, though. You know what I'm saying? Like like you're 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 dealing with Lewis and Clark when you're talking about uh, you know, Def Jam, and and, and uh, where it stands in hip hop. You know what I'm saying? They're they're kind of out of the the category because they 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 did it all. You know what I'm saying? Uh, from from your from from your white boys of uh, Beastie, you know what I'm saying, to to your LL Cool J who, who killed the game when he came out, you know what I'm saying. Um, so so yeah, you know what I'm saying. You can't you can't really compare nothing to Def Jam, but but here's the thing: when you're talking about Death Row, Death Row put something together that was unseen really unseen before. You know what I'm talking about? Like, uh, uh, even even Death Jam was like, whoa, word? You know what I'm saying? You have folks like Redman and, and the Wu-Tang over there like, whoa, look at Death Jam right now. You know what I'm saying? Death Row was what it was, but, man, when it comes to Impacto, Master P, and No Limit, I say it had a bigger the same type of shit that Death Row was doing. That's just my opinion. But man, my, my, I mean, my, Master my, P, my, Master P took the whole, the whole part of being an entrepreneur to a whole different type of level that nobody had ever seen before. No, what can you do? I'm sorry. 
true story. That I mean, Def Jam for me was it, man. I mean, with all the guys they produced, and see, with me, I don't quantify it as just the Tupac and Biggie story. I have to go with everything in its entirety. You know, Big, your Wu Tang Clan. I mean, I mean, I mean everything. I mean, your your Heavy D's, your Run DMCs, your original pioneers, and like I said before, that's the 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 production thing for me is what really does it. And when I hear DJ Premier on so much stuff. I mean, DJ Premier still has that impact right now with with, with artists in this piece. So I'm, I don't know. Maybe maybe I just is, once again, it all depends on ear catches when you're listening to stuff. But I mean, they, that pretty much did it for me. You know, that's why I cho- chose Def Jam the way I did. True that. So I mean, that, 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 there is no. It's not like anything else. There is no no wrong answer uh, for, for that, and that's great. That's a great question. Uh, who is your all-time goat? Who my all-time man? It's uh, yeah. it, it's Tupac for me. Yeah, yeah, and 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 and, and, I, and I like that. I I I like that. That's a that is a, that is a great choice. Uh, and I don't take nothing away from that. Um, at the same, same time, no, man, though, like, like I said, I, I'm going to go ahead. Like, the reason I go with pop is why I, I was I grew up on hip-hop music. Like, coming up, like, in my house, that's all I heard was, boom, old-school rap music. Man, like, them old-school, you know, them old-school R&B groups, stuff like that. That's all I heard, and that's what I grew up around. But as I got older... It's like I respect the older cats and, you know, they play the hip-hop music, but my ear just grew to, like, a different type of sound. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And, and right. Tupac, man, he he spoke everything that I was, man, I just, I liked. He was a real dude, and, man, he was like, when I listen to his music, he's like the realest thing that, I heard when it just comes to this rap shit. Mm-hmm. Well, see, that's, I, that's why I go with the original Mr. Nobody's Smiling. You know what I'm saying? That's why I go with The Rob, man, because The Rob being there, of course, before most of the artists, and the fact that a lot of what Nas does, he's basically on second take status uh, off of everything that, that Rock Kim has ever spit. I mean, I, I mean, I, the, the, when I hear this, this cat break it down and, and, and tell you stuff about your neighborhood, tell you stuff that you know that pertains to you know that realness like that, and I mean, he, he the way he spit it, you know, from that, you know, that that uh, that, that that kind of militant uh, FOI soldier thing. Uh, for me to hear him, the thing that he had to say, I mean, he went from paid and full and you know I ain't no joke to you know. Uh, you know, that Seven Seal album, you know, where he talks about where he's been, where he's at, got his kids on there, doing a little rhyme, his daughter singing for him and stuff. His whole body of work and the things that he said, especially always talking about how to enhance your community. Him and Fox had that a lot of life, and I think that's the same before. That's where Nas kind of fits inside the sandwich at, where 
these cats get those lyrics and stuff. I mean, I mean, Pac was really on top of his thing, and Pac was really trying to do some revolutionary things. There was a lot of respect on both ends. I guess that's one of the reasons why a lot of cats never went up against uh, the God MC because of, of what he brought to the table. There was no, you, you never saw caught Rock him faking it. You never caught Pac faking it. You know what I'm saying? These were real dudes, and for me. That's that's what hip hop is all about. The, 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 the realness. Like my man said, the realest words I ever spoke against all lies. I mean, that's the real shit, man. And see, that's why I got I got Nas as my number two favorite all time. Mhm. Mhm. So it's like, like man, Tupac and Nas, they're like one A and one B in my book. Those aren't bad choices. I can't, I can't, I can't disagree with those choices. Those are some, some. Oh yeah, she highlighted my song that one I played earlier. That's the shit. United United Music Union. If you got music or something you want to highlight or whatever, uh, I think my man knows about her, Brittany Brittany Walker. She's always got something going on with her show over there too. Good shit. But uh, yeah, man, it's just those, those aren't bad choices. You know what I'm saying? I mean, catch me on. Wayne and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, no, no. Fuck Wayne, man. But uh, here, here's my thing. Hey, man, if if uh, Biggie would have been able to come out with more than one album before he died, because even Life After Death came after he died, if uh, if, if he would have came out with uh, more than one album before he died, y'all would have had a problem sitting there talking about Pac is the greatest. For real. Right. For real, man. Because uh, the man was the truth. <clears throat> the man was really the truth. I am not taking anything from Pac at all. But I, re- I, re- right. I remember acts that were out at the same time he was before the, 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 what I call the martyrdom, where a lot of people, you know, l- l- you know, get a lot of his take off of his, his martyrdom. And I wish that a lot of these cats that give him that love now. Would have given him that love then, you know what I'm when saying? He was alive. I, I wish they yeah, when he was alive because it would have been, you know, you'd, you'd have had a lot more, you know. But what let I'm me saying? put it you'd to have... you like this. Let me put it to you like this. When um came out with what uh about two albums before he actually got noticed. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, and, and that's for most, that's for mainstream. Now, I started fucking with Pac with Tupacalypse. You know what I'm saying? Most folks didn't start messing with him until uh, the the album. And I, and for some reason, I never remember the name, but the one that uh, had Dear Mama on it. What, what was the name of that album? Me Against, Against the World. The world. And then... He 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 got he got more people he got more people he got his core fans I'd say he got his core fans really with me against the world even though I was riding with him since Tupacalypse um, but he didn't really get big until he hit Death Row you feel me right like like he didn't get that status until he hit that when you're dealing with Biggie and people have to realize this when you're dealing with Biggie. Biggie put out Ready to Die and was sitting right there face-to-face with Pac. Do you feel me? Right. Well, that was my favorite album. It was the realest, it was the realest album. 
I think it was made just after he got shot. And I also think that, you that's know. Funny. That's what Jay Yeah, he didn't get his fame until he was in the media all the time. That's funny. That's what right. Jay Sr. just said. Mm-hmm. Right. And to me, that, to me, that was his most purest album. I mean, if, if, if I had to go with the top three songs, one of the top three songs for me came off that album, and, and it was and it was heavy in the game. And heavy in the game for me was did it for me. You know what I'm saying? I mean that was that was that was just crazy, crazy, crazy kind of love coming out out of my man with that flavor right there. And I mean that's 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 just mad mad respect. You know what I mean? Crazy. Right, right. 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 <laughs> and, and uh and, and Biggie didn't have to do that, man. Biggie didn't have to do that not one bit. His 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 album spoke for itself. You feel me? Like Biggie wasn't in the media. Biggie wasn't in the media until his album hit. And then people was like, Yo, who is this dude? Because nobody nobody is spitting like that. You know what I'm saying? Pac had to work for the recognition of his music, which is fucked up because his earlier work was some of his best. You know what I'm saying? When he was coming out with Tupacalypse and uh, Me Against the World, um, that is the most poetic shit that I've ever heard in my life. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, if man, if, if Biggie, if Biggie would have been able to put out as many albums as Pac had out, that would have been a problem. It would have been a problem. Had that beef not have happened, we already knew. Had that beef not have happened, we already knew who Tupac was. But if they would not have had that beef, would Biggie been out there like he was? So can't you say that that uh, that, that beef helped influence both of their statuses a little bit? Not really. Yeah, Again, it, it damaged them both in such a way, man. I mean, you had soldiers taken away from a man, and then you had cats that didn't even know what the beef was all about, but they went by where they lived and all this other stuff. I mean, my my thing was is that I still to this day believe that behind the scenes, they're number two men. Their right-hand men murked both of them. Right. I mean, Diddy always always his cat and talk, and riding a different car. I mean, I mean, Pop, you know, he's there, and from the shots that he took, he, they say they said he was trying to get in the back seat, but I think it was more like he was being used as a as a shield to keep from somebody else getting shot or something. That just kind of bugged the hell out of me with with all that stuff, man. So I mean, I mean, there was so much aesthetic that just didn't go along with what happened. Yes. It's hard for me to, to really speak to that, to be honest with you. I right, mean, right. It was just too much bullshit that went along with that, that, that them cats really shouldn't have had to go through. I mean, their number two men uh, benefited from 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 what happened, from from from, from, yeah. from them passing away. And, I, and that, really, that, really, that really sucked. I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, it, I guess it is what it is, but that's just a... And it's fucked up it's fucked up how it played out and, and, and how they both went out. You know what I'm saying? Uh point blank, we lost uh two of our biggest leaders. You know what I'm saying? Not only dealing with music, but we're talking about dealing with uh 
you know, a strong black men that, that would have been able to lead their communities. You feel me? Yeah. It and, definitely and all been all that, that is the biggest loss of all, you know, regardless of who was better or who was not. But, uh, man, don't, 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 don't sleep on my boy, baby. Don't do it. He, 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 was, he, was, he was really taken before his time. He was really, really taken before his time. You know, Pac was definitely taken before his time, too. But, um, man, um, Big, Biggie had more words. Biggie had some, some more shit to say. And uh, he didn't get it out, man. I just find it to be kind of strange that all the jocking that Diddy had ever done, that, that, that cat ended up not being in the car. Uh, had not been and wasn't in the car the night that my man um, sat up and uh, passed away, and he was in a different vehicle. That was just so uncommon for how things normally went. And there was so much talk about both both acts were going to go off and kind of do their own thing. And when I mean Tupac, for example, had was worth eighty million bucks time that he was gone. Uh, you know, uh, Biggie, I'm, I'm, I'm sure too, was in kind of a, a, a similar kind of thing. But I mean, you got a situation where the people that was with him benefited off of them actually being gone. Mm-hmm. And so, so like I said, I'm just saying, and I'm not kind of starting to think for anybody out there listening, but I'm just saying that it just seemed awful suspicious. Okay. That uh, you know these cats sat up and were were in the position that they was in, and then all of a sudden they got kind of rocked out of the picture, and people benefited off of them. You know, their families didn't even collect. Hey, here's here's something for you. Uh, yeah, hey, Nels, uh, you know what I'm saying? We got uh, Jay Senior's brother over here. We gonna call this man Wallin, you know what I'm saying? Because because that's the man's name. Um, is Bill Clinton, Bob Marley, walling on you, and he says that Redman was better than Biggie. What do you think? <laughs> hey, man. You know, he, you know when you think of bodies of work, and here again, you know, we, I hate to give it an asterisk, but I got to put an asterisk by it because the it's a photo finish on, on, on that on that essential question because uh, mm-hmm. there was more work there was more work put in by Redman and Redman has, has said some some ridiculously fat high powered you know crazy shit I always get into the debates whether or not Method Man was as good as him but I always kind of choose Method Man by a nose but. Biggie was uh, Biggie got a lot of Are you talking about Mess over red? red? Are you talking about hold on, hold on, man. Hold on, man. Hold on. What's going on? Are you talking about uh mess over red? I'm talking about the Italian stallion over red man. Uh-huh. And I and I and maybe I'm biased because the Wu Tang, but that that dude comes in on, on songs. He closes out the show. You understand what I'm saying? Their birthdays are only six days apart, and their birth and I'm between both of their birthdays. One is on the third, oh, one yeah. is on the tenth, and on the second, oh, one yeah. is on the tenth, and I'm on the fifth. And I'm telling you, man, oh, uh, Method Man got some shit for him, man. I think people think I'm crazy. Oh, Maybe I am. Goodness. But the, bro, 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 let me answer my man's question first, though. I'm gonna say, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna say, um, yes. 
but, but with an asterisk because here again we didn't get enough of Biggie's work and 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 uh, you know if Diddy has spent as much time putting in that same work that Pac did putting out all his albums and being worth eighty million by the time he was gone I think we'd have seen we'd have seen a different element he was spending too much time trying to get new clothes and be in the studio and uh, write for yeah. contracts but Biggie needed more work Biggie was great but he needed more work and you can't take yeah. away from from Redman what he brought to the table. Especially, you know, when him oh, and Method Man and, and Biggie was all collaborating on the show and everything else. That's a hard question to answer. I mean, that's that's kind of like one of those, yeah. ah, you know. Which is why uh, I guess the point, and I've never uh, said this out loud like this before, but it's for sure the reason you can't put Pac against Biggie is because of the body of work. You feel me? Right. It's an incomplete. Oh, you know, it's almost like an overport card. It's an incomplete. Right. It would be an right. incomplete because you don't have the complete body of what of what these cats had done. I mean, it, it's hard to say. Okay, well, this well, definitively that this cat was better or this cat was more of this. What what I don't like is when people shit on this in, 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 in certain groups and places where they shit on this man and they like, oh, this fat fuck, he this, he this, that, third, blah, 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 fuck all of that emotional shit, you know what I'm saying? But what, what, what Keith Murray used to say, fuck all that sensitive shit. On the real, Biggie brought a lot to the fucking table with what he had to work with in trying to do stuff. Pocket has been in the game longer, had done more, and had it that way. I'm just saying, that you, or what you just said, Two more albums, maybe, and who knows, because both of Biggie's albums were large, and that's why it's still kind of hard to rock Jay-Z as the king of New York versus Biggie as the king of New York because a lot of, you know, I mean, how many more times were they, before he finally quit saying it were they going to say the words Frank White? Everything that they related to was at, was Biggie, and after Biggie had, had already, uh, you know, his demise had already came through, they were honoring him so yeah. much that they couldn't even concentrate on their own stuff. I mean, Jay-Z is with the, uh, with the uh, Reasonable Doubt album was just starting to really come out of the, uh, the, the Biggie shadow. And, I mean, had those two still been here, wow. what, would the, right. what would the landscape of hip-hop truly be? Because you couldn't get away with a whole lot of this nonsensical, uh, BS inventory garbage that you got out right now. That shit wouldn't have floated on on the scale of where, where those cats had it because I mean those those were some dope cats, man. They're, they're minds, man. Fuck, you know it's almost like Frankenstein. You wish you could have uh, kept their brains and put them in somebody else that was dope. I'd like to hear Nas with 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 a from coastal standpoint with some with, with with Biggie's brain. I'd like to have taken maybe a West Coast rapper and slid it a uh, Pot's brain in there. I don't know who you could put that in with. Oh, who's worthy of, of that? But these cats had brains, man, that were incredible and expansive. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, but yeah. you get all this, oh, they're selling out because they did this, they did that, and they're selling out. And then I asked the question, well, you know, Tupac played the role of a policeman, so does that make him a sellout? Well, no, man, that's different. Well, how is it different? He still, he still was acting. Mm-hmm. He still was doing a job, but of all the things, with as much. You know, uh, author and creator of the book, original book, Fuck the Police. I mean, that that was kind of a misnomer that he would play a policeman in a movie. But when you start saying that guys are selling out because, like, like we we go across all the time because Ice Ice Cube mm-hmm. made a children's move, uh, 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 kind of movie, and he's got kids. I mean, that's kind of that's kind of a no brainer as to why that wouldn't be a sellout. Still, you got Queen Latifah that's 
completely on, on some other shit from where she was at. So I guess it all depends on what your perspective is. And I've talked to you that much already. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and you and you got a lot of, uh, and just to bring it back to that topic, you know what I'm saying, once again, uh, uh, the Naked Cube, you know what I'm saying, uh, please give it up for a West Coast God, you know what I'm saying. Uh, man, there's a lot of... Uh, uh, of uh, rappers that made a lot of whack movies. And so, uh, yes, I'm saying that Are We There Yet was a very whack movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but, but they're missing the point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but they're missing the point. You know, they're, they're, they're mad. They're mad because it made money. You feel me? Yeah. And that's the problem. They're mad because that shit made money. And uh, he, he, he made money off them white folks. And it's like he ain't doing nothing but taking it and giving it to these black folks. You feel me? You know? Just like that, dude. It's like cats, man, they get crazy with it. And it's like, it's like, it's like come on, man. I mean, on, on, on the really for real, do you, do you really want to call these cats sellouts with all they've all they've done is more or less, you know, come up with some of the, you know, some of the funniest stuff you ever saw. Because, I mean, let's face it, you know, Method Man and, and, and my man in Car Wash wasn't exactly what I would call the marvelous movie of the, of the year. But at the same time, I mean, come on, man, it is what it is, man. Cats make movies and they're trying to get in there. The media doesn't really make a whole lot of room for us to transition from, say, like, you know, uh, whatever singers out there into becoming an actor, you know, doing stuff with, as an African-American, if you're, if you're smart and you see what's, what's really going on, it's kind of crazy that we don't get the full flavor of, of our talent arts. So if you can make any extra money, whether it's clothing line or whether it's movies, I'm all for you getting out mm-hmm. there and getting that because I'm going to watch and support your shit just because I get tired of looking at, you know, at, at John John and them doing their thing and not seeing enough of us doing our thing. And I'm like, come on, man, let's, let's, let's give it up to cats that's actually trying to, you know, really get out there and, and get at they, they craft and really try to make it happen. I'm, I'm, you know, fuck, I'm with you. Do what you Ain't nobody giving you shit. I mean, you might as well nobody, on get that fucking money, man. Fuck it. I mean, do what you got to do to get that money, dog. I'm, I'm a greedy motherfucker anyway. I'm, I know I would be out there, you know what I'm saying, peddling the whole nine if I could. So it's like, I mean, come on, man. Let's, it, is, it is what it is, and let's let's, let's give these brothers that, that love, man, because, I mean, they, they, they're they doing it, and they've done it, and, you know, I'm, 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 I'm for them regardless. It doesn't matter. I mean, you know, you got to right, give, right. give people what they're trying to do, family. Make it happen. You know, there is some folks out there that, yeah. You know, and, and, and I have to admit that uh, sometimes I'm a hypocrite, too, because, like, when Common came out and, uh, you know, uh, somebody was, you know, uh, selling wolf tickets about, uh, oh, oh, this dude, uh, he's got, uh, he, he's sitting there with Coca-Cola endorsements. But, I mean, you're also talking about a dude, too, who said, uh who, who who talked about uh, the media getting heavy, you know what I'm saying, and, and talked about uh, sellouts and stuff like that when you actually listen to his music. And, and so, you know, when, when you're talking all that game 
And then all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying, you've got Coca-Cola as a sponsor and you're doing, you know, your commercials and shit like that. It's like something has to be said, you know. But <clears throat> but then again, you do have you do have Ice Cube on his, you know, uh, fuck all white people all the time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and then, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you have these movies. Uh, that he's coming out with or whatever. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't know. Well, this, this is a guy it, who it, said it, he would it, never, it, ever do a beer commercial. And he scores light all damn day. I mean, I mean, right. it is what it is. Right. Get that all day. And, and you know what? That's funny because I do have a problem. I never brought it up. Or maybe I should have, but I do have a problem with the chorus light. Like, man, that's, that's <laughs> funny. I mean, you're really going for it. You're, you're just taking anything right now. You know? <laughs> Yeah, man, but 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 still, but still, it's like, man, do your thing. I think those days, uh, and and what it's coming to is those days are over. You know, um, <laughs> you've got you've got Jay Z, you've got Kanye West, um, you've got Dr. Dre, who have just kicked the game open on uh, dealing with any type of commercialism and, and this hip hop. You know what I mean? And even before that, you know what I'm saying? You had you had Run DMC, the originals. You know. Uh, with Adidas, you know what I mean? And and look, so, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm mad because if I'd have known that, you know, vitamin water would have made somebody $81, I'd have made some, some Kool-Aid with a little bit of Thunderbird and call it, uh, right. you know, homey action drink or something. You know what I'm saying? I came up with something yeah, like that. Yeah, didn't, didn't we have 50 Cent over there that hit the slot machines with the water? You know, and I can't stand that shit. I can't drink that shit to save my life. I tasted it like one or two times. Best believe I do not drink it. You know what I mean? Because it is nothing but water with food coloring in it. And uh, it is the most horrible thing in the world. But but she ate it one day. <laughs> Which is like some of the most some of the most colorful stuff that you never tasted because you couldn't taste nothing, man. I mean, come on, man. Right. I mean, like I said, it is what it is, man. But you know, not everybody's a sellout just because they actually get up and, and go somewhere in the morning and go do something. You know, this this business of, yeah. of, of saying the cats are sellouts just because I'm like, man, please fucking stop it, please stop it because these cats are not are not selling out simply because they decide that they want to, you know, do something larger than than uh, you know, what's what's expected of them. And I'm 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 for you yeah. marketing your own brand because if you don't you don't market your brand and put yourself out there, who the hell else is gonna do it for you? I I mean honestly I guess seriously, that's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. And, and I guess it comes down to you'll you'll find with me, bro, that that I'm your boy Yin Yang. I'm gonna give you both sides of the story every single time. You know all the information that I can on it. And uh, you know uh, what 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 I what people are thinking is you know it's selling out because now you're getting uh, money like these white people, which at times can be very irresponsible and not for your people at all, and can be detrimental. You know what I'm saying? And uh, with 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 that, you know, um, we you you want to hold your people, you want to hold what you love dear, and you love this music dear, and you love uh, you know this hip hop. You 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 want to hold true uh, to making sure that you're doing the most responsible thing uh, for your people, you know. Um, 
But shit, there's even some albums that were, that were detrimental. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, you know, you know. There's, no, there's absolutely nothing wrong with doing for your people. There's absolutely nothing wrong with, with trying to get it in for your people and and be down for your people, and that's 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 a, that's a wonderful thing. But when people mm-hmm. can't understand what it is you're trying to do, or how you how you're trying to really get it in and, and get to get your money or whatever, you know, I mean, let's be realistic, man. There's no one out here that's really going to look out for you better than you're going to look out for yourself. And you have to be your own benefactor. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to sit up and wonder what um, either even many miniature outlets like ours that are media-driven or whatever, or, or at least, you know, making observations. Uh, when your kids start being hungry and talking about, I need something to eat, well, look, I better check in with this group over here and make sure I'm not selling out before I do something for my family. That's unrealistic, and that's mm-hmm. just not going to happen. What happens is they can't say, hey, look, look, this is my brand. Somebody thinks that my brand is hot. Somebody thinks that what I do is mm-hmm. hot. Somebody thinks that, you know, that, that I'm a pretty all right fella, so I'm not going to let myself down. I'm going to go ahead and jump over here, get in where I fit in, get mine, and there it is. No, it might not be the most politically correct, correct move that you make. It might not even, you know, come down to politics at all. It might just come down to the fact that you see babies sitting there and you're thinking ahead because unlike most things that you do, the thing that we chase after, or whether it's making music or just trying to get a song out there or getting noticed or whatever, um, you know what I'm saying? It, it is what it is. You got to mm-hmm. try to try to benefit off of your brand and who you are as much as you can because ain't nobody gonna ain't nobody gonna give you shit. And it's insane that people mm-hmm. think that just because you quit rapping and you quit doing something or whatever it is, it's insane that people would actually sit up here and think that you should stop doing um, your best to try to multiply whatever your effort is in the name of God knows what. Well, the reason why well, I got to stop and see what the community thinks. No, that's fucking insane thinking. That's insane thinking, mm-hmm. and 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 it's and it's ignorant to, to 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 think that a person should stop or limit themselves. We weren't put here to to limit ourselves. We're you know it, it's like the old insurance commercial says. You know, I wanna I wanna uh, uh, you know live and not just survive. I wanna I wanna I wanna make it to mm-hmm. the you know to the other side or at least see what it is I can do. And if you're worried every five seconds that what you're doing isn't going to be popular or someone's going to say something about you trying to be successful, then, you know, you got a, you got a lot of growing to do. you got a hell of a lot of growing to do because people, the only person that's going to look out for you at the end of the day is you, for you and your family. I'm telling you, if I see my, my kids hungry, if I see them, you know, wanting or needing something either because I ate up everything in their refrigerator or they Okay, well, let me put it like this, Nils. Let me put it to you like this, Nils. Uh, does Ice Cube need Coors Light for his family? Say again? Yeah. Oh, oh so I said, uh, does, does, uh, does Ice Cube need Coors Light for his family? I don't think so. But I'm, what I'm saying right. is, so far as the endorsement of what he's doing or has done, um, so far as, you know, the, the, the residuals that come from that, you know what I'm saying? Um, 
I, I would say if you know if you got you know if you get the lifestyle that he's got, I mean, uh, just because you quit rapping, and just because you quit doing things, I mean, there's no retirement program with us. So whatever it is that you're doing, um, I don't think he necessarily needs him. But to me, it's for me that's just a bonus. Then to stand there and, and say yeah, yeah, which is once again part of his own branding of saying that. And he's making money off of something that people are spending millions of dollars on, and they're breaking him off a piece of that change. I say go for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you no, know, does he need mm-hmm. it? No, not necessarily. Right. But at the same time, now, I mean, now, now, do you think? And I hate to be putting you on the spot like this, man. But, no, but no, do you think? Yeah, yeah. Do you think it's uh, more of a hindrance to the community, uh, you know, than a benefit? And take in mind, we don't know what he does with the money. Like, he might take all that money and give it to somebody, but but chances are, <laughs> you know, that, that uh, he really doesn't have to think about anybody whatsoever at all. And you know, that, that money is just his. Go ahead. I don't know if hindrance is really the. The adjective that I would use in that, uh, does mm-hmm. it, if, he, if, if he's setting an example by, by doing it, no. Is he role modeling by doing it? Probably not. I'm just saying that he's endorsing a product that, you know, until someone says that it's a, a detriment to somebody, uh, I mean, because, I mean, you're going to have alcoholism or too much weed smoking or too much of anything mm-hmm. that you do in excess that's, when you know too much is too much, of course it's not going to be a good thing. But for those who are, who consider themselves responsible for their own actions, uh, yeah. I don't see the problem with with endorsing an adult product when you're an adult. Just like I don't see a problem yeah. you making a children's movie when you when you um, you know what I'm saying have children. It's, 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 mm-hmm. it's almost it's one and the same thing. I mean, uh, uh, the, the beer is an adult product. Uh, it's something that uh, that, that people, you, you know, use use while they're parking or whatever. And I mean, like I said, it's 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 it's, 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 it's hard to be cut and dry with it. But I mean, it all depends on what your perspective is. Um, no, I don't think mm-hmm. to answer your question. I don't think that. Uh, <laughs> His family needs the Coors Light, but if you're making money off of something and you're getting the re, the, the residual effect off of off of doing that, um, you know what I'm saying? Then, then mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm I'm for you. I mean, I'm 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 definitely for you. I'm definitely for you if you if you're actually trying to to do something and and have something and and, and make something of, out of a what you're doing with that end product. I'm, I'm with you. I'm not even going to make, go make the world out of my world. Yeah. You know? And, 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 and you know what? what? What tips the balance over for me when you're talking about uh, Cube is that he's still putting out his music and he still put out his music for the people regardless of what he does. And with me overall, over anything, is I have no problem with how anybody makes money. Yeah, and that's just me because, uh, especially being a black man, because you know what, uh, the the, the uh, every other race is out there uh, getting it exactly the way that they can. But the difference with us is that we are on the lowest side of the totem pole. 
like uh, besides possibly uh, Mexicans, and, and no offense, I'm just saying this is what it's considered out here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we are considered the lowest uh, race in America and possibly the world. You feel me? Right. And, and so... And, and and even with that, you have to realize that uh, all these people are out there getting their money uh, any way they can, and we've been we are the most fucked over. So if you're not talking about getting money any way you can, so uh, you can get over, then you're on the wrong page because that is what money is about. You know what I'm saying? And I'm talking about down to the people that, you know what I'm saying, no matter where they work, if they work at, uh, you know what I'm saying, Taco Bell, or you work at uh, Mickey D's, you know what I'm saying, uh, however you get your money, I'm not going to have a problem with that. You feel me? Unless it's, it's stopping me from mine. <laughs> exactly. And see, that's, which, that's which, the uh, is correct. Yeah. I'm just saying it's correct. And the whole thing is, is that what we have to look at is that we might not necessarily um, view what he's doing as, um, you know, something that could be construed as a product that we would ourselves endorse. There's people that for different reasons, whether it's religion or, you know, cultural thing or whatever it is they're doing, um, you know what I'm saying? That they, no, they wouldn't endorse it. They wouldn't feel that again. Your question again: the need to have it. That because, like you mentioned a little while ago, because we're in the position we're in, where a lot of endorsements don't come our way, we're not really ever taken serious on anything, and we don't know where that next dollar is coming from. I mean, in reality, for him, for him, because he's already got his own production company, and because he's already got his own whatever. I mean. Here's a guy that once again said that he would never endorse a beer commercial. And he didn't want to use, in his words, the white man's poison in order to do something. But then you you turn 40 and you start seeing your, or at least having the feeling that your career may be in decline and you're trying to more or less hang on everything that you got going in and you're thinking of what's going to happen to your children because you don't start thinking about that until you start having them. What's going to happen to you? Um, you end up, you know, doing trying to do extra things to secure, to secure, um, you know, your, your children's future through means that back when you were younger, you may not have thought that you had to do it. So the statements that you made back a while back may not necessarily be the the same view that you have today because life and times have a way of changing what you're doing. But, I mean, I'm quite sure that he's thinking along the lines of making sure that the children get fully into college and in and out and it doesn't get any cheaper doing that. Or maybe he's just looking to, you know, take that money off of that and, and invest it back in his his uh, media company or whatever it is he's doing. I think any dollar just about short of sticking a gun in somebody's face that you can get, as long as it's legal or whatever, that you can get your hands mm-hmm. on, that you should get your hands on it. And I usually get your hands on it in a hurry because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, this society for for us as a people is not a joke. And you have to you have mm-hmm. to really go ahead and get at it, get at it, because if you don't, you know, somebody else will get at that buck and you'll, you'll be wishing that you did. I don't think he needs it, and I don't think his family needs it necessarily, but I think that all he's doing is, is patting the coffers. And to me as a man that, that has a family, 
that makes perfect sense. That you would pad your coffins mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, there's that. What the hell did I do? Mm-hmm. Okay. Dollar sign. I'm trying to remember. This could, I had to redo this converter again and pay 19 bucks to get the pro version so that, like I said, when you ask for a song and you ask for something, I can go ahead and load it up on the, on the, uh, on, on the YouTube and do the MP3 crossover so that we can have a song whenever we want to have it on demand there. Things you got to do for your okay. business. I pain in the ass. I feel like a, a technician that's not very technical right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, it is what it is. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, I got to go ahead and take off, man. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I appreciate that. We'll go ahead and end the show on that note. Thanks for uh, giving some, some extra good material to the end of the show. That will be re- re- recorded and, and listenable uh, upon demand. So you're you're good to go, my family. It's good to go. Man, uh, the Flossy G's show, this is uh, Raw Hire Pro, and I'm signing out, man. Y'all have a good night out there. And this is Flossy G's on the Flossy G's Show Radio Network Worldwide. We, we're going to go ahead and uh, check out ourselves. And, uh, you know what I'm saying, God bless to all you folks out there that, that listened up and uh, and heard us tonight. And uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. We'll talk to you on Saturday night unless something comes up tomorrow. Uh, peace and uh, God's love. Peace, y'all.